2: The reason that a ton of Trump supporters are pissed off right now isn't because we feel like we lost. We know we didn't. It just appears as though we lost because of lack of accountability and counting votes. Anyway, we're more pissed off at the fact that everything that's happening to Donald Trump right now is essentially what the government and what these crooked politicians want to happen to us. See, right now what they're doing is they're censoring Donald Trump and taking every single one of his rights as an American citizen away from him. As a matter of fact, they're actually just infringing on his rights as just a human. See, what people are failing to understand is that right now, President Trump is being used as a placeholder, and he is basically, what they're doing to him is they are showing that if you don't bow at the foot of the Democratic Party, if you don't agree with us, and if you don't give us power, we're just going to come in your house and take all your shit. It's kind of like an employer using a specific employee to set an example to all the other staff members type of deal. Um, So good luck to you liberals, because even though it seems as though you've won, I want to remind you that Satan also thought he won too, and then... Jesus rose, so.
3: The Capitol attack is an attack against our democracy. If I hear this one more time from some CNN drooler, I'm gonna lose it. The explicit position of Black Lives Matter, their mission statement for the last like seven months is democracy doesn't work for us, system and establishment is rigged against us, therefore we are going to burn down the system, we are going to terrorize the population, disrupt national infrastructure, and force through these means our vocal minority to have a disproportionate effect on legislation because the legislators are literally terrified of denying us. I don't know about you, but I don't think that's how democracy works. Were the Trump supporters at the Capitol not doing the exact same thing? The only difference is that they weren't targeting random civilians in liquor stores. Well, that and the fact that they didn't have establishment support for their anti-establishment cause. Don't you think it's weird that Black Lives Matter is anti-establishment, but every single multi-billion dollar corporation has their back, as well as every single establishment politician? Hmm, what's that called? Controlled opposition or something? Hopefully they're not being used as useful idiots.
2: I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back with I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back I will have to, circle back on that one. That's an excellent question. Oh, such an important question. Uh, We will circle back with you and we'll we'll circle back with you. It's an interesting question, but uh, we'll we'll circle back. I'm happy to circle back, but I'll have to circle back with you on it. It's a good question, but we'll circle back with you on this today. We will certainly circle back with you more directly.
4: Uh, I hate to disappoint you, but I will have to circle back.
5: okay here we are it's cold up here in northern california it's raining thank god it's raining we need water up here we found out in northern california that if it doesn't rain we have problems because there's not enough water to go around so uh some people have figured out that they uh they probably had to study on the side because the public education so screwed up that actually the water that falls from the sky uh is used here on earth and it's good if like money it's good to manage your money not just spend it so if you manage a water well then eventually it goes out to the ocean and it gets taken up uh through evaporation and the whole process starts all over again it's pretty amazing now the people that are shouting all about climate they don't really think about this they think water is just going to disappear we're just going to use it all up it's going to disappear but we know in northern california that we uh we need the water we need the water for farming and all kinds of things and uh, years ago uh, back in the 1960s a guy named edmund pat brown became the uh, governor and he started the california water project that built all these dams up along the sierra nevada mountain range that have done wonders to help um, uh, Californians survive and thrive farmers and uh, all kinds of people being able to develop up here and then his son came along a number of years later and put the kibosh on all the all the completion in other words the water project wasn't finished throughout California and he stopped so our population has doubled since those years and and our water uh conservation or our water resources like stockpiling your water it's kind of like the bible teaches that uh, just because it's harvest time and there's lots of money or lots of fruit and vegetables or lots of wheat don't just go out and spend it all because you got to go through the winter and you got to make it through the hard times right so you save back you don't just spend when you have a high point when you have a windfall as they call it Same thing with the water. That was the concept of instead of just water running through California out of the Sierra Nevada and out of other mountain ranges was to capture. The idea was to capture that water and to hold on to it until we needed it and then divvy it out. Right. So tonight we're getting that water filling up the reservoirs in Yuba County where I'm sitting in Northern California. And, uh, my name is Lou Benninger, and this is No Hostages Radio, and we're here once a week on Saturday. And uh, but you can listen to old um, No Hostages Radio programs. There's we're up to 96 now, and this one will play on January 3rd, 30 January 30 uh, of this year, 2021. So, uh, or you could go to our website, which is NoHostagesRadio.com, and you could look at numerous. Uh, episodes if you please and you could also look at some of the articles um, that i've written now if you're local here to yuba sutter counties and you read my articles in the territorial dispatch the the new owner of the dispatch is not running all my articles so they have uh, recently about a week or so ago not run an article i wrote about the health officer dr lou And I basically said, Lou is no health officer. Uh, In other words, what she's prescribing for us to do as a community to save our lives is actually causing us to be sick. So if you'd like to look at that, you you can go on my or our our website at com and just look up that uh, that article. So it should have been about a week ago from from here. So it talks about Lou uh, being no health officer, no real health officer, something like that. The title is so, and if you you can actually print that off of there, and you could pass it around um, because it's the truth. But some people today, because of censorship, are are fearful of of uh, producing the truth. So I I get it from a number of uh, you know. It's easy for me. I'm not running a business right now. I was but uh the fellow that that runs my pillow uh has, is now being attacked, and many of the uh, people that sold he sold online, but he also sold in stores because the rage that he had such a rage behind his pillow that uh stores like Bed Bath and Beyond and many other stores uh, let said, "Hey, uh, we don't like the fact that you're supporting Donald Trump, so uh, we're not going to carry your pillows, so if you want to buy pillows." Uh, please help him Mike Lindell and go to go on online to my pillow and just buy direct from him. And, and you can also buy sheets there and a variety of things. So if you want to, uh, you know, there's other ways to shop than going through the big box stores or going through Amazon, which are anti, um, uh, they're anti-spiritual, they're anti-Jesus and they're anti-conservative. So, um, Anyhow, I understand, you know, the territorial dispatch where my articles run. I get it. You know, a person, the guy's fearful of uh, running articles if people are going to uh, organize a uh, a resistance, financial resistance against them. At some point, you know, if you're going to be in the communication business, you have to decide whether you're going to communicate about all the stuff that's going on or you're going to censor it. And so what's happening now is the pressure is on and so people are saying well i'm going to just censor it i'm going to save myself the headache so my articles now are getting censored they are uh, censored a black lives matter article that i wrote very factual uh, not inflammatory uh, and this was right when the black lives matter movement started it's on there i can't quote you the date uh, if you are seeking it, you can reach me at Lou at, at nohostagesradio.com. I could find that for you and send it to you. Lou at nohostagesradio.com. That's L-O-U. So, um, so that article was was blocked or not run, and then now we have the article about Dr. Lou. So. Um, so that's that. So you can get a hold of us. You can also dial me up at 530-713-1838. 530-713-1838. You can text me or call me 24 hours a day. If you're if you want to like catch me and talk to me as opposed to leave a message or send a text, uh you might want to consider I'm on the left coast and how many hours away uh, some of you are not in our time zone. So uh think about that or you know, I'll call you back. <clears throat> I call everybody back, but sometimes I'm on the phone and uh, I can't do two two phones at once, two calls at once. Uh, okay, so let's see. I want to mention there's a lot of uh, – there's one article after another being written about the recall, the Gavin Newsom recall, uh, that we got a very good chance of getting this on the ballot, as I mentioned, every week, and I will until we're there. And so they're saying that their deadline for uh, the the campaign. There's two different campaigns going on for the same measure. One is a direct mail campaign, so you may get something in the mail that that gives you the opportunity to fill out a, a petition right in your own home. Open the open it up, fill out the petition, and mail it right back in. They tell you how to fill out the petition. It's it's a new uh, effort, a new way to do it, as opposed to just stand in front of stores and all that kind of stuff or do it in churches so so the the ongoing uh campaign to sign up out in the public still going on, you can find out where those sites are being uh monitored or managed, and you can do that through recall gavin twenty twenty that 's two zero two zero dot com and then the direct mail piece I think they sent out. I don't know, they're gonna send out seven hundred thousand or a million uh direct mail pieces to Republican voters, although Republicans are not just the only ones that are supporting the recall of Gavin Newsom. So those I mentioned this before, but uh signing the petition, if we get him on the ballot, that just gets him on the ballot. You we still have to vote him out. And the vote the the question will be Recall, yes, or recall, no, or they might flip it around, but it's going to be one out, another decision in. Uh, So at the same time, so you don't have to have two ballot measures, we'll vote for if if he happened to be voted out, even though maybe you want him to stay. If he happened to be voted out, who would you want to replace him? So then if he is voted out per chance, then that person getting the most votes, not 50 percent or fifty-one, 50.1 uh, percent, it's just the most votes will then be the new governor. <coughs> so um, I wanted to tell you a couple things that that I read. There was an interesting article here, if I can grab it really quickly. Uh, it was an article. uh by Ed Ring, he's a very good writer, and Edward Ring, he, and he, he has the same problem I have. We just He writes and writes and writes. He writes really long articles. So uh, it says the article is, The Coalition Forming to Topple California's Newsom Offers Hope to the Nation. Now, I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this article. I just want to make a couple points I found interesting that Ed points out. And that is, he said that basically the state is the model for what Biden and the progressives or the the liberals or the communists uh, want the rest of the United States to follow. So many of you that have fled, and I don't I don't mean that sarcastically or or uh, harshly. I'm just saying many of you that have moved because you you needed to move for whatever reason. That's fine. Uh, the movement in California is coming your way, unless we can stop it and show its foolishness. California's broke, basically, although the media keeps telling you that we're doing really great. Thousands of businesses have left recently. Major businesses have have, have left. Oracle, um, Tesla, you know, there, and, and it is not is not going to stop. But but the big movement has been through middle-class businesses, small businesses that uh, can operate much more profit, profitably elsewhere and without so much regulation and uh, government bureaucracy. So Ed Ring men- mentions this. I think this might be interesting because I, I believe that the even though they haven't looked at the California vote, that the Dominion... Voting machines were used here and I believe they cheated and I think the the military that looked at the votes state by state concluded that that California actually voted red even though they're registered primarily blue democrat but they voted red but if no one's going to check into it it's just like it's kind of like if there's a law against theft of cars but if law enforcement doesn't pursue that theft and prosecute that theft nobody it's no big deal there's not going to be statistics about it and even though cars got stolen uh there's no consequences And that's exactly what happened in our election the election was stolen it was stolen state by state by state and it was stolen through the dominion machines uh but no one did anything about it the judges are corrupt including supreme court judge judges many of them on the supreme court and and judges throughout the country who would not uh stand in the gap uh and and support the law. So it says here, Ed Ring says, to be in, California has a critical mass of voters who understand exactly what they're up against and will fight enthusiastically for change. Californians delivered six million votes for Trump. Now that's that's what the voting machine said. You know that's way low. They cheated. But they did record six million votes for Trump in 2020, and he says more than any other state in the union. More Californians voted for Trump than any other state. Well, obviously, we have the most people of any other state, but still they voted. They could have voted for the other guy, right? So uh, Texas still considered red, although some people call it purple. Uh, Only 5.9 million voted for Trump there in Texas, and 6 million voted for Trump. Now, everybody thinks, oh, California's liberal, liberal, liberal. Well, they may be Democrats, but they may not want what the Democrats are doing back in Washington, D.C., you see? So, uh, and Battleground State of Florida had 5.8 million Trump votes. Now, he won Florida, you know, and he won Texas, Trump. But he actually got more votes in California. So within California, the Trump contingent may be a, still a minority, but there is a there's a lot of them, right? Six million people is no small thing, and uh, and they've had it with with uh, liberalism and Gavin Newsom and many of those that are serving in the legislature. Now, let me give you a perspective. Like many people think. That just because California is now predominantly Hispanic, that it's going to just be predominantly liberal. Now l- look at these facts. Said despite uh, so, Ring says America, uh, California has already become America's future. Despite this fact and and the supposed inevitability of the Democrat Party rule that it pretends, the dissent currently roiling. California is not coming exclusively from white minority. Such a simplistic theory cannot explain voting results on some of California's key 2020 ballot majors. So, so, you know, you have individuals voting for candidates, but the way you can really tell the way people are leaning is look at ballot measures that are being voted by all 58 counties. So Trump was voted by all 58 counties, but all the all the assembly people and the, uh, uh, the senators, state senators, those are all by district, so it's hard to compare what's going on in the state. So when you look at the ballot measures, check this out. So um, so fifty. let me just see here. Let me see. There, the, he gave a breakdown. He hasn't given it yet, so uh, let me go on down here. So let me give you the breakdown on some ballot initiatives, which would be interesting. He says, there were 52% of voters rejected increasing the property taxes. Well, there's not 52% white people. If you think all white people are going to vote Republican and all the rest are voting Democrat, 52% of all voters voted against increasing property taxes. 56% rejected uh, no bail laws. We we wanted bail. In other words, that group, 56% said, I want bail. I want the opportunity to have bail on people. 57 percent rejected the reinstatement of racial preferences. That's when we do the uh, the quotas and all that. In other words, you know, we're going to hire a black or we're going to put a black in, in uh, the college, regardless of whether whites are more qualified or Asians or Hispanics are more qualified. So 57% said, we don't want racial quotas. We we actually voted to reject that years and years ago. We said, we don't want them here. Just everybody's on a level playing field. 58% supported the rights of independent contractors. And that means what we what they call the gig law. That was SB5 that came in and said, if I have a little side business on my own, I'm just one person and I do it. I can't I can't do that if I'm working for companies. I have to work for them as an employee and have employee tax and all that. So they were so individual truckers, uh, independent truckers, uh, Lyft, Uber, all those people. you Remember, they all got they all got put in as employees. So there was a special referendum and almost 60 percent of Californians that voted said we agree. We don't want everybody unionized And have to be forced to be employed by someone and 60% rejected rent control. It's very damaging rent control. So it's interesting when you that's, those are all pretty conservative voting. So a number of Democrats, large percentages of Democrats agreed with these situations said none of these margins would have happened without significant contributions from non white voters. Now it gives the demographics for the state, and I I don't know whether it's like just I don't know why I'm skipping over it here. Uh, so l- let me just check one more spot here. Uh, so the breakdown uh, the breakdown is like about thirty some percent white now in in California. So you can see that unless minority voters, if you want to look at it that way, are Asian, Hispanic, and black. Uh, if unless they have a mind to change it up here in California, it's not going to be changed up. But they did, and a lot of them voted for Trump. The bottom line is, uh, so so he lists the uh, Richard Ring lists the the issues here: unaffordable housing, record homelessness. We got we got om- almost majority of homeless people in the country live in California, rising crime. I just saw where we have some, just in our yuba area, we have huge spike in car thefts. Failing schools, our schools, honestly, unless you're mentally retarded, you're going to do a better job schooling your own kids right now. I guarantee it. So uh, I'm going to come right back and pick it up here. We got the first break. We're going to do six segments here today, about 20 minutes each, with some uh, information in between. So uh, we'll be right back. Water
6: in Malibu. If you go out
5: on the ocean across the USA and you're wearing a swim shirt because of your scrawny waist, uh, it's for the sun. well, are you just my no The police in your way. I'm alone in the ocean because it's illegal to be served men in the USA.
7: They're catching them at paddle Play. Inside, inside, while they're releasing inside, this guy, inside, a logical inside, checkmate, inside, inside, you're out of nature alone inside, now, inside, no inside, one in six foot range, inside,
8: inside, well it's illegal to be served in the USA,
7: you've been distancing for months now, to keep the
5: spread rate down,
7: Community Now put your hands on your
5: head because you are serving. Just told me not to touch In my face.
4: USA He's helping flattening the curve. Now. He's exercising alone. Rocking a super baggy swim shirt. To hide
9: his muscle tone. I told you it's for the sun. If only you had flashed some children.
3: It'd be a release day.
10: But you're gonna It's jem- just an amazing. Deal what they're doing. I mean, to be able to not only change people's lives uh, and livelihoods, but to do it in such a timely fashion. I mean, the money is going out in 24 to 72 hours, and I think there was just such a need. If you look around uh, our environment today, it's not like the government is really helping uh, anybody out in a timely fashion. I mean, it took forever to figure out uh, how to give $600 checks away, and then. You know, may or may not get to two thousand at this point. That's not life changing money. Bingo. What Dave and his and his folks are doing with the Barstool Fund is life changing money. It's sustainability for these people. And I think that's that's the thing that you, you gravitate towards the most is just not having a reliance on the government to, to help uh help you out because obviously they've shown that's not gonna be the way they're gonna do it. I mean they've put these rules in place, they're not even following their own rules. I mean don't no. you know how many people have gotten caught? Don't travel. Don't leave the state. Oh, here's so-and-so on a vacation. Oh, don't go, oh here's so-and-so at a salon. Don't, don't eat out at a restaurant you know, unless you're wearing a mask and, and separate. Oh, here's a picture of uh, the governor of California violating those rules. Oh, public schools are closed, but I can send my kids to a private school, in-person school. And it's like, I mean, for us to, to count on the government to help us out, is, is becoming a joke at this point. So what's happening is guys like Dave and his staff and all the amazing people who've donated money, this is people helping people. This is money going directly to save businesses. A lot of these have been in business for 10, 20, 30, 50, 95 years, one of them. And you watch these videos, how can you not be moved by by the work they're doing? I mean, you're putting a face to all these names and, and where the money's going and it's it's just so exciting. So like I said on on the Instagram with Dave, You know, it's really a call to action for those of us who can donate, let's donate. The first thing that goes when government gets bigger than it needs to be is
0: goodness. Yes, goodness! As the state gets bigger, people simply do less good for their fellow citizens. After all, why help others when the government will do it for you? This is the reason that, as noted by the international nonprofit organization Charities Aid Foundation, and shown in study after study, Americans give more charity and volunteer more time to help others than do Europeans, not to mention just about everybody else in the world. From the beginning, Americans understood that government must be small, and therefore individuals must devote time and money to helping others, as well as non-governmental institutions of goodness. They have to be large and plentiful. Europeans, on the other hand, with their philosophy of big government, came to rely on the state to help their fellow citizens and even their own family members. The second thing that diminishes as the government grows is the character of many of its citizens. Just as taking care of others is a sign of moral character, so is taking care of oneself. Relying on others to take care of you when you are capable of taking care of yourself is just plain selfish and the very definition of irresponsible. And it gets worse. The more people come to rely on the state to take care of them, the more they begin to develop a sense of entitlement. A sense of entitlement is the belief that you do not owe others, but that others, in this case the state and your fellow citizens whose money supports the state, OU, a sense of entitlement, creates two other bad character traits, ingratitude and resentment. The more people expect to be given, the less grateful they will be for what they are given. And they get resentful when any of those entitlements are taken away. The third thing that bigger government diminishes is liberty. This should be obvious, the more government, the more rules, the more rules, the less liberty. In much of Europe, for example, governments tell store owners how many hours they can keep their own stores open. That's right. In France and Germany, for example, you can't keep your own store open past a certain hour. And you can't open your store before a certain hour. And in the United States, the Federal Register was 2,620 pages long in 1936. By 2012... It contained 78,961 pages of rules and regulations. There are, however, some things big government always does increase. Corruption, fraud, and theft. How could it not? Unless you think people are angels and that political power attracts angels, you know that a lot of people with almost unlimited power and with access to almost unlimited sums of money will abuse those powers. So for all these reasons, small government was the vision of the people who founded the United States of America. It is the major reason America has given more people more freedom and more opportunity to live a better life than any other country has. I'm Dennis
5: All right. So I'm going to come back. I'm going to this segment. I want to do a certain thing and to take the whole segment. I'll come back to the uh, Newsom recall and some of the dynamics of California elections in a minute. And it it, it actually gives hope to me uh, and it should give of other uh, states. That are struggling with you think, "Oh, this whole thing's going to go liberal it's going to be really bad, but I want to play a clip here it's a longer clip than I normally play it's It's about uh f- almost fifteen minutes, but uh it, you got to listen to it and uh it's by stop world control that's an organization stop world control and it is a discussion. This guy does a lecture on how the election was stolen, and uh it is very dynamic. And I want to play it for you, and I'm going to play you a clip a little bit later. They're very provocative clips, so I want to play it right now uh, to make sure we get it all in in one segment, and then we'll have uh, we'll have enough time to do it uh, to do other things in the other in the other segments. But enjoy this. This is by Dave Sorensen. is doing a talk, and he's talking about how the election actually was stolen step by step. All right. So here we go.
1: The following news is of incredible importance for every person all over the world, because what is happening now in the United States of America will have a tremendous lasting and life changing impact on every nation across the earth. There is undeniable evidence and testimonies and confirmations from the military, the government, international organizations, well-known lawyers, that Italy has been involved in stealing the presidential election. In the following video, you can see and hear a top lawyer from the Supreme Court in Italy. Read an affidavit that reveals the very person who was responsible under the direction and instruction of the American Embassy in Rome of switching votes, massive numbers of votes from Donald Trump to Joe Biden using advanced military software and satellites
8: Professor Alfio D'Urso, lawyer of Via Vittorio Emanuele Catania, do hereby provide the following affidavit on facts as conveyed in several meetings with the high-level Army Security Services official. Arturo D'Elia, former head of the IT department of Leonardo Espia, has been charged by the public prosecutor of Naples for technology data manipulation and implantation of viruses in the main computers of Leonardo Spa in December 2020. Under instruction and direction of US persons working from the US Embassy in Rome, undertook the operation to switch data from the US election of 3rd November 2020 from significant margin of victory from Donald Trump to Joe Biden in a number of states where Joe Biden was losing the vote totals. defended states that he was working in Pescara facility of Leonardo Spa and utilized military grade cyber warfare encryption capabilities to transmit switched votes via military satellite of Fushino Tower to Frankfurt, Germany. The defendant swears that the data in some cases may have been switched to represent more than total voters registered. The defendant states he is willing to testify to all individuals and entities involved in the switching of votes from Donald Trump to Joe Biden when he shall be in total protection from himself and his family. The defendant states he has secured in an undisclosed location, the backup of the original data and data switched upon instruction to provide evidence at court in this matter. I hereby declare and swear the above stated facts have been stated in my presence.
1: How do we know if this is true? Well, first of all, I did some research and I checked if this man is indeed a registered lawyer in Italy. I went on the Italian website that lists all attorneys and lawyers and indeed when I put in his name, all his information showed up. I even found an old ID of this man, which seems to be some sort of an ID for lawyers. I also saw that several national newspapers in Italy have already covered this story in depth. This election theft was uncovered by nations in action. This is an organization that has been working for decades to preserve election integrity and expose election fraud. Maria Zak from Nations in Action went on the talk show America Can We Talk, where she explains what they have discovered.
4: We actually know the person who actually committed the act of uploading the software, where they did it, how they did it, and that has been put into an affidavit with the top lawyer of Italy and, uh, and was part of a proceeding, a judicial proceeding in a federal court in Italy in the past couple of days. So news has been breaking, Italy Did It is the uh, global trending hashtag. And it is for a reason. This happened, it's very real. The president is right. Foreign interference did occur and people need to be prosecuted in our country.
1: Sydney Powell is probably the most famous lawyer in America right now. She has led more than 500 federal lawsuits. She has been fighting the past months to expose the dazzling election fraud that is so obvious. She posted this story on the website with a big black banner that directs to several news articles, press releases, and PDF documents that show what is going on. Even General Thomas McHenry confirmed that this is true. This retired general of the United States Air Force has worked with several presidents and he explains that indeed Italy was involved in stealing the election, but he adds something very interesting.
9: There's a person who is telling the world what Italy's role was using the uh, um, satellite, um, Italian government satellite, Leonardo. Leonardo, yeah, I was hunting for Leonardo da Vinci, but <laughs> the, the Leonardo, and and they were they were changing votes, but there were there were many countries that were doing that, but it had to be controlled from China using hammer and scorecard, in my opinion, because you couldn't have so many different attacks because you'd be.
1: you'd you'd be changing numbers in all the 50 states that just wouldn't match up. That has to be synchronized. So according to General McHenry Italy is not the only nation. Nations around the world have been working together to steal the American election. The question is why would they do that? What is going on here? Why do nations all around the world collaborate in an effort to remove President Trump from office and install Joe Biden? The answer is that President Trump has always opposed the new world order. In the past, the new world order was pushed by many world leaders. For example, President Bush.
9: Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order can emerge. A new era is at stake is more. In one small country. It is a big idea, a new world order, a new
1: world order, a new consensus as to how life shouldn't could be lived, as to how life shouldn't could be lived. President Trump took a bold stand against this plan. Each of us here
7: today is the emissary of a distinct culture, a rich history, and a people bound together by ties of memory, tradition, and the values that make our homelands like nowhere else on Earth. That is why America will always choose independence and cooperation over global governance, control, and domination. I honor the right of every nation in this room to pursue its own customs, beliefs, and traditions. The United States will not tell you how to live or work or worship. We only ask that you honor our sovereignty in return.
1: Another driving force behind the New World Order is the multi-billionaire George Soros. In the following clip you can hear how he says that President Trump will be removed from office so that he is no longer an obstacle for them.
11: I consider the Trump administration a danger to the world. But I regard it as a purely temporary phenomenon that will disappear in 2020.
1: Another major player in the New World Order is the World Economic Forum, founded by Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab said in a public statement that the COVID pandemic is perfect to start a new world order and implement what they call the Great Reset. The Great Reset means that every resource all over the world will become governed by these globalists, by a small number of people who will have full control over every aspect of human life.
0: Now is the historical moment, the time not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system, to shape the system, to shape the system.
1: The Australian Minister of Health, even publicly admitted, unconsciously, that COVID is the new world order. We must treat
0: this uh, new world order, this new world of COVID, we must treat this new world of COVID, even in our own homes, with a high level of care and caution. We must treat this uh, new world order, New, this new world of
1: COVID. The way the new world order is being imposed is through fear. These globalists continually announce and organize global disasters. For example, the current pandemic has been organized by Bill Gates and the John Hopkins University and the World Economic Forum and so on. On the website StopWorldControl.com you can see all the evidence for this horrendous claim. President Trump knows their scheme of always announcing disaster, announcing doom, and then saying the solution is that all the control of the world needs to come in our hands, and then we will protect humanity from everything that we are announcing and actually secretly preparing. During a speech at the World Economic Forum, 50th anniversary, President Trump poked them in the eye and showed them that he knows what they're doing and that he will not play their little game.
7: We're committed to conserving the majesty of God's creation and the natural beauty of our world. But to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. These alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. We will never let radical socialists destroy our economy, wreck our country.
1: So it is very clear that President Trump is a major obstacle for the new world order. That's why he has been working so hard to rebuild America because the plan is to destroy every individual nation throw humanity into poverty, and then offer their solution, which is the Great Reset. Basically, that will be massive global communism. People will not be able to own anything, but they will be cared for by the government. So everyone will be a slave of these globalist powers. America, however, has been rebuilt by President Trump, and that makes it a huge obstacle for these guys. And one of the spokespersons for the New World Order made it clear that they are not happy with this.
0: And it is a dangerous country right now. It will be absolutely dangerous if Trump wins re-election. Trump wins re-election. Trump wins re-election.
1: So now we see the big picture. We understand why this election needed to be rigged by nations around the world who are conspiring together to impose this new world order. That is why this is of critical importance for people around the world. If you want to see evidence of everything I said about the pandemic actually being a pandemic, then I encourage you again, go to the website stopworldcontrol.com and we have a documentary which has been viewed by millions of people around the world that is called proof that the pandemic was planned with a purpose. I encourage you to take a few minutes and have a good look at this documentary and you will see that what I'm saying is backed up by undeniable facts. So go to stopworldcontrol.com and also share this page, share the video, but also share the page. Send it to people in your community, to people in government, people in law enforcement, every person you can send an email to who has a position of leadership. We have to awaken the world. So share this wherever you can. Thank you very much.
5: All right. So let me just—we uh, have about four minutes left, and I want to just make some comments regarding this uh, clip. I'm not going to repeat what he said, but essentially what everyone is saying that uh, is not a globalist is that um, every year there are certain bugs that come around. COVID was one of them this year. It actually is a COVID virus every year, and no one made a big deal about it because it just comes and goes And it, it, uh, just like anything, pneumonia, the flu, any type of bug, uh, will kill people that are more frail, which that usually is our older people or people that for some reason are younger and have a compromising illness like diabetes, or maybe they've had cancer or something, something. So what happened is the, the globalists took it, they picked this, this COVID, uh, issue and they, they, uh, gave us a scenario that it was very dangerous, very fatal, and highly uh, contagious, which is all a lie, all completely a lie. And in fact, the cure rate internationally, including the U.S., is over 99% of the people that get COVID will recover from it. Now, um, so what's happened here is the globalists and the people that want to have a one world government or a communist government, they have used this to shut down our society. And so uh, when you look at the damage that has been done to our economy, and those are big words, damage to the economy. But really, you probably know people that have lost their business and uh, or they're about to lose it. So if it. Not only were they shut down, but then people were afraid, have actually believed all this nonsense and are afraid to go out and shop. So I was in a place today, I dropped my laundry off at a place called Laundry Time. Uh, It's right across from the Yuba City Mall, uh, right next to uh, Two Bits Cafe and near Red Robin. And they, they've they been doing laundry very, many years, been a successful laundromat. But they the unique thing about it is you can drop off your laundry. They'll do it for you for a charge. So I took advantage of that. I used to just do my laundry there, and then they started doing it for me. And so there's a Maria's Drop and Go there, and they'll do seven days a week. They'll do your laundry for you. So I was in there today getting my laundry done, dropping it off. Then I came back and got it. And um, they were telling me how slow it is. Now, people need to get their clothes washed but what's happening is is people are so afraid the government has been the instigator to scare people to death and and they are doing it every day they put out propaganda every day and the media is in in one accord with the government so they have constant in our, our local doctor for uh, the yuba counties she's not really a, a legitimate doctor she's got a license but she doesn't practice with patients and she's just a she's a communist bureaucrat she's a doctor fong lu and she goes on and does these videos and just scares the hell out of people the fact is that and i'm going to do an article hopefully before i end about the yuba county jail and the attorneys for these immigrants uh criticizing the yuba county jail and crit- suggesting the jail is getting them sick for goodness sakes a good pathologist virologist epidemiologist will tell you that when you walk outside or inside, there are germs blowing around in the air everywhere. All kinds of germs, and you're breathing them in. It does not. It you don't have to be afraid of a person walking by you on the street. Those the 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 distance that a COVID uh, reaches is like something like 98 feet. So the whole six feet thing, it's all of it is baloney. So uh, we're at the end of our segment here, and uh, we're going to pick it up for our third segment in just a minute, okay.
7: We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at four o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. There's absolutely no Evidence,
3: no credible example
7: of any widespread voter fraud. President elect Biden's more than 81 million votes, which is
0: a record for any candidate. President elect Joe Biden already has earned more votes than any presidential candidate in American history. You're
7: gonna be the next president of the United States. <laughs> I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and Patriotically, make your voices heard.
0: They shot her in the neck. She died for a second Trump term, even though that would have solved exactly none of her problems.
7: You have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. Does Twitter censor the content of its
12: users. Absolutely not.
2: And Trump banned from Twitter.
4: Google and Apple booted parlor from their app stores. Facebook. YouTube. Pinterest. Shopify and PayPal. Due to the risk of further incitement of violence. We have to have peace. We have to have
2: law and order. The House has impeached Donald Trump for the second time.
7: More Americans voted for President-elect Biden than any ticket in our nation's history. The most votes of
9: any presidential ticket ever. We've won with the most votes ever cast a presidential ticket in the history of the nation
3: and it looks like a ghost nobody out here
0: joe biden already has earned more votes than any presidential candidate in american history the most votes ever almost all republicans they are members of a cult uh, and and we have to be deprogrammed
5: we have to turn down the capability
0: of these conservative influencers to reach these huge audiences
9: We expect these additional 200 million doses to be delivered this summer, and some of it will come as early — begin to come in early summer, but by the mid — by the midsummer that this vaccine will be there. And the order and, — and, and, and that increases the total vaccine order in the United States by 50 percent, from 400 million order to 600 million. This enough vaccine To fully vaccinate 300 americans by end of the summer the beginning of the fall but we want to make look that's i want to repeat it'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 americans we want to tax tax just tax we like that word don't we tax it's fun to say it's got that Short, tight, got the X in there, little bite to it. Text it. Text it. Don't. I don't. I don't know where it is. Don't tell. Text it. Don't tell me. Remember when we first got text? Not really. Can't really remember that. I. I can't either. I mean, I know that we have it. I know we didn't used to have it. I don't know how we got it. I don't remember. Did they tell us we were getting it? There was, was there an announcement that we are getting it? There was no commercial. I don't remember a commercial. Want some human contact, but kind of had it up to here with people. Try tax.
4: There's a train coming.
13: You don't need no baggage. You just
4: get on board.
13: All you need is faith to it be so You don't need no ticket You just thank the Lord Yeah yeah. People get ready for the Train to Jordan Picking up passengers from Coast to
5: so I was talking before we played this long clip uh, about Gavin Newsom and the recall and i want i found the uh, the information I wanted to uh compare for you uh it's very simple <clears throat> when you look at the demographics, which just means the breakdown of different ethnic groups in the state uh we ha- we now have thirty nine percent latino. And that is the largest uh, ethnic group, and that's of course that's a mixture of all kinds of folks uh, from the Latin, uh, Latin American part of the world, all the way down Central America, South America, Mexico, etc. So about 39% uh, live in California now. Thirty seven percent are white, and I think that's gonna to continue to shrink and the Latino number will grow. And fifty percent fifteen one five percent Asian, and then uh six percent black, three percent uh indigenous people, or some people call them American Indians, not not India, not Indians from India. So the Indians from India, like the Punjabi people, they would be in there with the fifteen percent Asian so why why that is significant in this current election that just happened even if even though it was falsified is that when you have thirty nine percent latino and you add in uh six percent black that gets us up to forty five percent right uh and maybe even you throw in the three percent American Indian at forty eight percent that maybe they tend to vote liberal, but they didn't they voted. Uh, a lot of them voted with a a lot of like not not all the white people either would have voted for those uh, those propositions but we ended up into 50 to 60 percent voted very conservatively on those propositions now that should give some conservatives or a lot of us uh, hope that people are figuring this out and uh so when when you start voting on property taxes and bail for criminals and and uh, reinstatement of racial preferences, it lost. And it would have won if the minorities would have voted for it. They did not. Uh, rent control. A lot of people are poor that are into minority groups, and they did not vote for it. it 60% voted against rent control. So those are positive uh, trends, I would say. So in, in California, I was starting to say before we broke off and went to the, the long clip I did, uh, the, here's the issues. Unaffordable housing, that's not going to change unless they stop, they, they break the regulations and stop highly regulating the construction industry and telling people they can't have single-family homes, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, record homelessness, rising crime, failing schools, independent contractors thrown out of work, burning the forest down, and now we have a lockdown population while the prisons are empty. Now, uh, that's, those are all good reasons to recall the governor. And then from there, also recall people that are uh, ultra liberals in the state of California. Now, there already is a movement on. In fact, I think uh, I'll never be able to prove this unless we get somebody to do a forensic analysis on the election. But I think Trump won California. And I think people like Tamika Hamilton, who ran against John Garamendi in the third district, I didn't follow all the races, but I think she got her election stolen. But you have these uh, grassroots uh, campaigns. They do not have the money and the and the power to go out and, and get gurus and to change the election. Even Donald Trump d- could not flip those states that they stole from him. And it wasn't like a slim margin. It was this was a complete rip off. Right. So, um, anyway, uh, I wanted to also, uh, it, Oh, let me finish up with laundry time. So, uh, the laundromat that I use, they could use some business. So when you're in Yuba counties, like I, we also like, I run the trauma intervention programs and we, we own our own tablecloths when we want to do an event, we don't have to rent them, but we need to wash them after the event. So, I dropped off the, all the dirty tablecloths from our Christmas banquet, and uh, they just knocked them out over there at the uh, laundry time at Maria's Drop and Go and had them hung up beautifully. And the last time when we washed them ourselves, they ended up all wrinkled. We spent way too much time trying to straighten them out. They did a perfect job, they had them on hangers. Boom, it was done. So if you get behind on your laundry or they, they're really good people, they knock it right out over there. So they could use some business. So if if uh, sometimes you do your own laundry, you don't have time to fuss with it. You're a single woman or a man, busy, busy, busy. Um, and you don't want to fuss with it at home or you don't have laundry at home. This is a place to do it If you instead of just sitting around the laundromat. Uh, so give them a, check them out, okay? The other thing I wanted to talk about is the Sutter County supervisors opened their supervisorial meeting uh, that meets on Tuesday at at three o'clock. They opened up for the first time since the COVID. And uh, uh, there are a number of people went to the meeting. Uh, They uh, did not have to wear masks. They did not have to social distance and they were able to speak just, you know, how you fill out a card and ask to speak. So they were allowed to give a three minute testimony about something they wanted to talk about so uh, I want to encourage you, if you feel like, oh, the supervisors da, 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 or or oh, you know, they took away all our freedoms or the government took away all our freedoms, this is the time to take advantage of your your rights to assemble and to uh, to the open meetings, to take advantage of to redress or to speak out about issues with the Board of Supervisors. And um don't just go back to passivity so we we uh, uh a group of us are organizing people to go to the public meetings now we also were going to go to yuba county this week but yuba county guys i didn't realize this my bad yuba county uh when dr lou said uh we don't we want you to do zoom meetings i thought that a lot of them met physically but they then all the rest of us could zoom in or do live stream. But in Yuba County, the supervisors don't even come to the supervisor chambers and they just talk uh, through zoom or through other type of media where you can see each other and talk. So, um, but the city councils, Marysville and Yuba city, they are actually attending their meetings. Now at one time, Yuba city opened up and they had, they were, they were having um meetings where the public could come in. I don't know where they're at, but we're going to visit all these uh, entities and we are going to take back our rights because it's a violation of our constitutional rights to keep us away from the decision-making centers of government, whether it's city council, whether it's planning commission, whether it's a Yuba County water agency or whatever it is. So, uh, that's a good news way to go. Sutter County supervisors, uh, give credit where credit is due, show up at the meeting. So uh, I don't know whether they're meeting every Tuesday of the month, but you can look on the Sutter County supervisor website and they'll tell you all the meeting dates and they should be, unless they change the meeting time, it's at three o'clock. Now the Sutter County supervisors are meeting not in their supervisorial chambers on second street where all the government buildings down there are, they have moved over and they are sharing uh, they're they're sitting in or sharing the the city council chambers for the city of Yuba City. So that's located uh, uh, approximately at the corner of Civic, city, Civic Center Boulevard and Buttehouse Road, and it's it's just you know where the big courthouse is on Civic Center uh, Boulevard. It's just to the north of that, and uh, so I want to encourage you. You could that's where the city council meetings are for Yuba City as well. They're just at a different time. So I want to encourage you to look on the websites and find out the dates and start going to those. Now, we're going to coordinate. There's a lady named Courtney Allen. She works for Church of Glad Tidings, and she is going to coordinate groups to monitor the meetings. So we're going to have people monitoring the the uh, agendas of the boards and the councils, and we're going to have a schedule where people will be scheduled to attend the meeting. And to speak up against whatever's on the on the agenda, if it's relevant to uh, their concerns. So if you wanted, if you want to get involved with that, if you want to be on a schedule to attend a meeting and basically collect information on behalf of activists in the area, we're trying to reignite the early America uh, involvement and in interaction and um, de- democratic flexing of our muscles. We're trying to uh, breathe some life into that or uh, prime the pump again. So we're actually going to, instead of just hoping people show up, we're going to actually organize it on a schedule. So you can call Courtney Allen, and she's located at Church of Glad Tidings. You can reach her there Tuesday through Friday at 671-3160. That's 530 area code It's 671 671- thirty one sixty courtney Allen, and she'll be coordinating uh people to go to those meetings okay and she can explain more uh when you get there now um let's see uh okay. So I want to encourage you, you know, I was talking to my friends at the Dragon Inn restaurant, which is, I eat all the time over there, but I have to do takeout because they're so afraid. They, they're they from communist China, and they're so used to being abused by the government. So they're just now facing abuse from Dr. Liu and the board of supervisors. And so they're, Dragon Inn's in Marysville or Yuba County. And so you talk to the supervisors, they'll say, hey, 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 you know, we're not against people opening up but they're not making a public declaration. So these individual businesses are getting emails from Dr. Lou that say, you got to have everybody eat outside. Well, the fact is there's some businesses that are inviting people in and they're saying it's too cold. It's raining. Or back when there was all the soot falling out of the air from the whole state being on fire, they were inviting people indoors. So Dr. Lou is, it's just like she's on LSD. She's talking about she's talking nonsense. So the the, the, owner, the people that run the Dragon Inn, I was over there. I said, "You guys are going to go broke. You're not getting enough business. You need to open up." And she showed me the, the lady there at the front, the hostess. She showed me the the email from Doctor Luce saying no restaurants can be open. Well, then the board of supervisors, who are a boss, are saying something else. But they're not telling her to shut her mouth, right? They're lousy bosses, is what it comes down to. So what's happening is there's there's two messages being given in all these counties, and Yuba-Sutter, I'm talking about, and that is one where where the 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 uh, health officer is just a hack for for Gavin Newsom, who doesn't give a damn about the businesses. He wants to take over this as a dictator in a communist country. He doesn't care about the Constitution. He doesn't care about small business. The globalists want all small businesses shut down. You got to get that through your head. It's over for small business unless we fight for them, unless we fight for them. So that means buying your stuff at small businesses, buying directly from businesses. You can still shop online, just buy directly from certain suppliers that aren't into this globalism. But the big box stores are screwing us. I'm telling you, they're they're all the Amazons. The the big box stores are, are ripping us off, and the state, and I'm talking about the deep state, I'm talking about all over the country, has made a deal with all these, these big stores that if they comply with whatever they want, they'll get all the business, and that's what's evil about our government right now. They've made so many regulations that businesses figured out to survive They got to cut a deal with the mafia or the government, right? The mafia, or really what it, what it is about is the Mason, the masons, the Masonic, uh, the Masonic rule in this country and the Luciferians, the Satanists, and they got to cut a deal with these people to survive or they're going to cut them out. They're going to cut them out of business as well. So, uh, so that's why the big box stores, had their huge the greatest profits they've had in recent history during the worst time in our country why because the government literally told small businesses you're not essential so you could go eat at the casino but you couldn't eat it down at fernando's supposedly or the sopatai or any of the restaurants in town they said you got to shut because Somehow the COVID is, is going to be there, but it's not going to be, it was just to me, people, it's all nonsense. Now, if you got caught up in it and you believe all this stuff, I feel bad for you, but I'm not going to be able to spend my rest of my life convincing you. I'm telling you that this is an entire plan to shut down, uh, our small businesses, which is the heart and soul of employment in America. Now, here's the plan. California can be communist, but Yuba Sutter can be free, but it's not going to be free because I want it to be free or a handful of people want it to be free. You need to determine if you're going to stay here. Now, if you're going to flee and go to another County, I'm telling you these, uh, Satanists and these communists are right on your heels. You got to stand and fight. And now if you want to, if it's a better deal for you to live in some other the count County and some other state, I, it's it's cool. I'm just telling you, wherever you go, it's coming after you. you wherever you go, there you are, and you need to su- decide that you're going to be like the early patriots, and you're not going to put up with it, and you're going to stand for it because they fought against a global system in the 1700s just like we're fighting right now. They fought against a global system. And they, they didn't just all of a sudden start shooting. As we learned in the free and brave conference recently, they had protest after protest after protest. They, they did all kinds of devious stuff to support their local businesses in place of the big box stores out of England. Same thing. The difference between them and us, they weren't pussies. You are, and you've been sitting around getting fat, uh, just thinking somebody else is going to fight your battles for it. Those days are over, dude. And you're going to lose everything unless you chime in, you put, get some skin in the game, you spend some money, you go to meetings, you stand up, you go to supervisor meetings, you go to city council and Said, I don't agree with that right there. And if you don't stop that, I'm going to vote you out of office. Now, what we need to do is we need to work. This is another thing with our group is is working on. We're going to identify the elected officials that don't have a strong affinity. And that means they they don't have a strong liking of the Constitution. And it isn't just rhetoric. You know, it's interesting to me, the city council people and supervisors that talk all kinds of trash out in public and on the social media. But they go in there in the chambers and they lose their spine and they act like communists liberals and we need people to watch them and to confront them and to say if you don't stop that we're going to remove you from office in two years or whenever their time's coming up so that's what we're really working on listen we need to make we need to get these businesses open we need to encourage people that we know are still closed and say open we will support you open we will support you Now I know some of the salons are freaking out still because are all the people that have licenses with Newsom, but we need to work together and we're going to put up, there's going to be a website coming probably within the first, maybe a month from now. And it's called freedom co the word freedom co.net. And it's being built right now and it's going to have resources on it uh, for business people. If you have medical needs and you can't get in and get your medical needs done, you can you can see a doctor online and get your medicine sent over to you. So that's going to be that's going to be so an economic section, a business section, you know, economic business. There's going to be a medical section. There's going to be an education section. Right. Then it's going to be a constitutional rights section. You know how to stand up for your rights. Like, can you be can can you go to a store? You got to wear a mask. No, I don't. Yeah, it's the law. It's not the law. We're going to show you on that site how to be able to inform them of what the law is, and if they violate your civil rights, you can sue them. We're also looking at suing the supervisors for violating our civil rights. I believe that the businesses that were arbitrarily shut down, there was no science behind it. Zero science. There is zero science behind masks. There's zero science about social distancing. There's zero science about the the, the, the uh, PCR test. There isn't any science that is true about any of this. The vaccine science is crap. The, the vaccine is going to kill people. It's going to mess with their DNA and their autoimmune system. It's all baloney, people. If you don't, don't, I'm, I'm not even going to say if you don't believe me. Don't believe me. You can either believe what you want or you do your own research. I did my own research. I did not have anybody say, oh, it's this way, Lou. It's that way, Lou. I did my own research and I'm just telling you, you ought to do your own research. It's your life. It's your it's your uh, inheritance. It's your property. This thing, you're going to lose everything. You're going to lose your money. You're going to lose your property. They are taking over, and all the small people are going to end up in servitude to this government. I'm telling you, that's happening. And the only person standing in between that happening and you was Donald Trump. Uh, they unless something happens in in the near future we got we got at least four years of gnarly fights ahead of us. i'm gonna take a break right now. We're gonna come back with the uh fourth segment in just a minute.
13: angry that January 6 happened the way it did. Never will I condone violence on any side, but maybe you should ask yourselves why things happened the way it did. They've had us on lockdown, censored us beyond belief, lied to us, rigged our elections, reported nothing but fake news, taxed us while giving billions to other countries. Maybe Congress should take a step back and say, maybe it's our fault America is so angry. And Democrats, you opened the door to this reaction because for the last four years, you've allowed your supporters to harass, docs and assault us. We watched as you defended inexcusable actions by BLM and Antifa, destroying businesses, burning down cities, murdering those they don't agree with, all while the words domestic terrorists slip out of your mouths like butter when referring to us. Where was that energy when your supporters were wreaking havoc across America and still are? You must not remember when you praised anti-Kavanaugh protesters as they stormed the Capitol or BLM when they set D.C. on fire, yet you say this is the lowest point in American history. Crack open a book about American history and then get back to me because I will not be lectured on morality by the same people that stayed silent and watched as cities burned down all summer long. Save me your outrage. Let's go ahead and debunk this whole white privilege thing. Is there a white entertainment category on Netflix, Hulu, and Prime? No, but there is a black one. Is there a white owned restaurant category on Uber Eats? No, but there is a black one. Are white people being hired to fill a diversity quota in corporations and companies? No, but black people are. And is there a whole system of affirmative action for white students that puts them in colleges of which they are unfit to attend purely based on their race? No, but there is one for black students. And can white people go out and riot and loot and burn down businesses in the streets while being cheered on by the political left? No, but black people can. White people, don't you dare say a word because you'll be labeled a racist. If you wanna know who's in power in your country, think about who you cannot criticize. Okay, you guys, I'm dying. I
2: can't, I can't. I just posted a video and then I go back into my Insta feed and something pops up from Don Jr. and it's saying that basically China has found that anal COVID testing is more accurate than the nasal swabs. (laughs) Come on, is this real? I have 13 year old boy humor, anything involving the rectum, the anus, but all of that's funny to me still. So my question is, you know, with the nasal swabs, at first they were like going up and basically touching your brain. Uh, Now it's a used swab around the nose. Is the anal gonna be like a, you pull up and spread the cheeks and they're gonna swab for you, or they hand you a swab and you're back there swabbing? the old rectum the old prison pocket how far up the pocket does it go i mean is <laughs> it doesn't get much better than this i will not be rectum swabbing
4: oh, my baby left me never said word
5: right so i i made some notes and i was trying to why did i write that down no i i just was trying to watch an hour talk on um i think it was on bit shoot uh, so a lot of the uh you know i i was on youtube i get lots of great information off youtube for the shows but youtube now is blocking so many sources of news because of their censorship and so I, i'm there are a lot of the A lot of the good sources are moving to different platforms. I'm going to give you a couple of those platforms because I was watching a lady. It was a 55-minute talk on all the intricacies of the vaccine. It was mind-blowing. So listen, I I don't have the the address for you, but if you go to BitChute, which is the word bit, and then C-H-U-T-E, BitChute, or bitch, UTE, however you want to say it. Bitshoot, I think, was the way it was designed to say. Dot com. com. So you have all those, all kinds of videos there. So there's a search. There's a little up top. There's a little place where you can put in the address or or the name of what you want. And what I would do if you want to research a vaccine, you're confused about the vaccine, you're thinking, oh, I better get that vaccine. Even though no, over 99% of the people are recovering, you think I got to get the vaccine. You better look at it. I'm telling you, if you get something that you get permanently damaged by the vaccine. Now, many people are getting what they call vaccine arm and they're getting rashes all up and down their arm from it. There's been lot. There's been lots of people die from the vaccine. No question about it. So you better check it out i'm not here to run your life i don't want the government to run our lives and i'm not going to run your life and i'm not going to shoot on you i don't want you to shoot on me i'm just telling you where to get good information you got to go talk to doctors and see uh, see doctors talk about it that are experts The the gal that i saw worked on vaccines she's she's done all kinds of stuff anyway put in Uh, the Moderna vaccine or what's up with the vaccines the COVID vaccines and it'll pull up some clips for you and study them study them and I would say if you can look at the packaging on the vaccine you should also uh, look up all those weird uh, phrases or names or terms or uh, initials like MR-5 on the British vaccine. There's an MR-5, for instance. I thought, I'm not going to be able to find anything under that Google on that. So I I spun it up, and it said, oh, MR-5 equals the tissue from the lungs of a like a 12-week-old fetus, male, male fetus, and that's in the vaccine. There's all kinds of gnarly stuff in this vaccine that I don't, I'm not even going to go. If you're not interested, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to entertain you with it. I'm going to let you go. Go look at it yourself. And I, because I, I don't want you to repeat what I say and you say, oh, well, he didn't know what he's talking about. He's just making up stuff. Right? Go look up at yourself. It's your arm. It's your life. Right? I want to live. I'm not going to put, I want to put healthy food in my body. Right? The same things that they made out of, out of, a um, genetic modified foods that don't have the nutrients that original foods did without genetic modification, they're genetically modifying you. And ultimately they're going to track you with the, uh, they have what they call a Luciferian uh, glow thing that they're putting in, in some of these vaccines that they'll do a surface vaccine and they put a patch on you. It's got little, little needles in the patch and you, it sticks you, many 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 times and it releases this in there and you put a uh type of light over it and it, your your hand will glow and it'll glow forever that's the way you're going to monitor you and uh, keep track of what you took and monitor in other words i'll say well you can't go over here because you didn't get the vaccine or you did get the vaccine i'm telling you you need to look at it for yourself and sort it out uh, so there's two there's two uh platforms or websites, bitshoot.com and rumble.com. Now they're both awkward for me to use. I'm used to using YouTube, but the fact is a lot of the good stuff on YouTube is gone. They just are blocking everything that for instance, you can't find anything on the vaccine and except it's, it's costly and effective, right? It's great and effective. I thought there's complete propaganda and lies about the covid about the vaccine about the biden administration about the trump administration it's it's actually a ruined platform it's really sad but it's it just ruined It—it it just uh i i still look at it for to get certain things but it's it's screwed so what would you tell the supervisors So some of the ladies I know spoke at the Sutter County Board of Supervisors this week. They did a very good job. Here's one thing that I think needs to be addressed with both supervisors. Whether you get on the board uh, docket by just Zooming is to say to them that the the supervisors are doing nothing or very, very little to save our small businesses. And what the small businesses need— Isn't your handouts, although they all are going broke, what they don't need is your handouts. What they do need is say, open up and we got your back. Now, recently, uh, there was a salon that got raided down in Stockton, California, and they it wasn't just that they got raided, but they came in with bulletproof vests and guns and not well, they weren't cops. They were consumer affairs cops. They weren't like the local police. And so I thought, what are they doing? They're going to confiscate all the hairspray or the scissors. What's up? And so I wrote, you know, again, this is just something you can do. I wrote the the law enforcement officials in the two counties and I, I emailed them and I sent them a copy of the article and I just said, Hey, 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 let's stay ahead of this and let's not have an armed confrontation in our community over fixing people's hair or cutting people's hair or doing nails that's ridiculous right and uh, at some point somebody is going to sue the state of california the alcohol beverage control and break off from them and start serving liquor without them and i'm i'm waiting for that day because i hate the alcohol beverage control i just think it's total mafia it's a total mafia put down of all our businesses and I don't think that California should be regulating all these occupations. And so, but unless you fight that and work at that. Now, many of you are so, you've been uh, anesthetized. You've been hypnotized. You've been jerked around. You have been dumbed down. Somebody said that to me today. It said, Lou, they've been dumbed down. You've been dumbed down to st- keep your mouth shut, be a pussy, be full of fear, uh not you don't want to stick your head up because somebody's gonna whack it, right? I'm telling you, if enough of us stand up, it'll scare the hell out of everybody around here. I'm telling you, these supervisors got families, they got children, they got houses, and I I I I say that. At some point, we'll raid their houses. And I and I, I am not into that. I'm not into criminal behavior or violence, but I'm telling you what. What happened to Nancy Pelosi's house and what happened to Mitch McConnell's house, and it, it wasn't conservatives doing that. Those were, they've created liberal monsters. They're deviant weirdos that want, that believe that the government should just give them money and give them houses. And so when they, when, when the uh, liberals aren't doing following through with their suggested promises, they just went over and tagged their houses said, give us more stuff, give us our money. And I'm telling you, that's coming to your local area. And it's also, you know, when they start ripping off poor people, which is what they're going to do, they want poor people to drop dead. They don't care about poor people. The Democrats have never cared about poor people. They've never cared about blacks. In fact, they've wanted to exterminate minority people the the liberals of this country and the big lie has been that it's the conservatives that wanted to do that the fact is the conservatives have wanted to help everyone flourish and that's why donald trump did just that he was for the people of the of california or people of the united states here's the problem we have very powerful globalists that are bazillionaires i'm telling you they're billionaires and they are they are a part of the masonic system which is anti-god they're satanist and they have been behind the as as you uh you're going to hear in a clip at the end of this you're going to hear a catholic priest doing a uh a selfie video walking on the streets of italy that should cause your hair to stand on end talking about the darkness and the evil behind What's going on in our governments, not just our government either, but around the world, filthy, pedophiles, homosexuality, um, cheating on wives and husbands, uh, stealing, uh, manipulation, favoring uh, businesses over other businesses, running businesses out of out of business, murdering people. Yes, murdering people. Uh, Ruining people's lives. Destroying people's lives, planting drugs in their house, planting things on their computer. You know, people can plant things on your computer that you don't want there and then come in and arrest you, say child pornography. They can come in and plant child pornography on your computer. And then come in and they'll they'll, uh, secure your computer and arrest you. And then they'll find the, the pornography and arrest you and send you to prison. I'm telling you. That is happening all over the place. And listen to at the end in the last segment, we're going to play this a 10-minute Catholic priest. Rock your it's going to rock your socks off. And I got that off BitChute today, I think. I can't remember where I got it off of, but but I have I can send it to you if you want. You just send an email or a text, email or text, Lou, Lou at L O U at church uh, shoot, Lou at No dot com. Okay. So um that's that. Uh let's see. Okay, where are we going here? All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a couple things here that I think are just healthy and, and good and not just all just terrible things, right? But these are this is reality. This is what I love about this is the richness of America. And uh this is what makes America great. And this is called ship repair. I just titled it ship repair. And it says, a ship engine failed. No one could fix it. Then they brought in a man, they found a man, brought him in with 40 years of experience. I, you know, we were just talking the other day, my friends and I, who are tradespeople, how nobody wants to go into trades. And I was talking to Dave Greenwich, Dave Greenwich Construction, about it. He just said, Lou, there's a shortage everywhere plumbers, uh, electricians, carpenters and uh, and and it pays really good. People just don't want to work because the government's just giving them money. So anyway, they f- they brought in a man with 40 years on the job working on ship engines. He inspected the engine carefully. Then he reached into his bag and he pulled out a small hammer. He gently tapped a spot on the on the engine. Immediately, the engine rocked into life. It was fixed. 7 days later, the owners got the man's bill for $10,000. They thought, what? Because they watched what he did. He scarcely did anything, they said. They asked for an itemized bill. His response was he wrote him out an itemized bill quote, quote unquote, tapping with hammer, $2. Knowing what to do, $9,998. The lesson is don't ever underestimate experience. We are becoming a country of idiots. People just don't know how to fix anything. They don't know how to fix anything. They they don't have any creative experience. They think they're just going to sit at a computer and it's going to provide lettuce, beef, grain for them, right? They if if everything shut down right now, uh they uh they wouldn't know how to feed themselves. They wouldn't even know how to grow, grow a garden. A lot of these kids, a lot of them don't even know how to take care of themselves. So uh, here's another one. It's a great story. Uh, I called it the old man and the seagulls. He said, you'll be glad always uh, oh, uh, hold on here. Let me get down to the right spot. He said it happened every Friday evening, almost without fail. When the sun resembled a giant orange and was starting to dip into the blue ocean. Old Ed came strolling along the beach to his favorite pier. Clutched in his bony hand was a bucket of shrimp. Ed walks, walks out to the end of the pier, where it seems he almost has the world to himself. The glow of the sun is a golden bronze now. Everybody's gone, except for a few joggers on the beach. Standing out... Oh, shoot, my computer jumped. Hold on. Uh, Hold on, sorry. Everybody's gone except for a few joggers on the beach. Standing out on the end of the pier was Ed. Ed is alone with his thoughts and his bucket of shrimp. Before long, however, he's no longer alone. Up in the sky, a thousand white dots come screeching and squawking, ringing their way toward the lanky frame standing there on the end of the pier. Before long, dozens of seagulls have enveloped him, their wings flapping and fluttering wildly. Ed stands there tossing shrimp to the hungry birds up into the air. As he does, if you listen closely, you can hear them say with a smile, Thank you, thank you, thank you. In a few short minutes, the bucket is empty, but Ed doesn't leave. He stands there lost in thought as though transported to another time in another place. When he finally turns around and begins to, to walk back to the beach, a few of the birds hop along the pier with him until he gets to the stairs, and then they fly away as well. And old Ed quietly makes his way down to the end of the beach and on home. If you were sitting there on the pier with your fishing line in the water, Ed might seem like a funny old duck, and my dad used to say, as my dad used to say, or to onlookers, he'll just uh and he'd be another old codger lost in his own weird world feeding the seagulls with a bucket full of shrimp. To the onlooker, rituals can look either very strange or very empty. They can seem altogether unimportant, maybe even a lot of nonsense. Old folks often do strange things, at least in the eyes of boomers and busters. Most of them would probably write off old Ed down there in Florida. That's too bad. They'd do well to know him better. His full name is Eddie Reckenbacher. He was a famous hero in World War I, and he was actually in World War II. On one of the flying missions across the Pacific, he and his seven-member crew were shot down. Miraculously, all of the men survived, crawled out of their plane, and climbed into a life raft. Captain Rickenbacker and his crew floated for days on the rough waters of the Pacific. They fought the sun. They fought sharks. Most of all, they fought hunger and thirst. By the eighth day, their rations were gone. No food, no water. They were hundreds of miles from land, and no one knew where they were or even if they were alive. Every day across America, millions of Americans wondered and prayed that Eddie Rickenbacker might somehow be found alive. The men drifted uh, adrift, needed a miracle. That afternoon, they had a simple devotional service and prayed for a miracle. They tried to nap. Eddie leaned back and pulled his military cap kind of down over his nose. Time dragged on. All he could hear was the slap of the waves against the raft. Suddenly, Eddie felt something land on the top of his cap. It was a seagull. Old Ed would later describe how he sat perfectly still, planning his next move. With a flash of his hand and a squawk from the gull, he managed to grab it, wring its neck. He tore the feathers off, and he and his starving crew made a meal of it, a very slight meal for eight men. Then they used the intestines for bait. With it, they they caught fish, which gave them a little more food and more bait. And the cycle continued. With that simple survival technique, they were able to endure the rigors of the sea until they were found and rescued after 24 days at sea. Eddie Rickenbacker lived many years beyond that ordeal, but he never forgot the sacrifice of that first life-saving seagull and he never stopped saying thank you. That's why almost every Friday night, he would walk to the end of the pier with a bucket full of shrimp and a heart full of gratitude. Eddie Rickenbacker was the founder of Eastern Airlines before World War I. He was a race car driver in World War I. He was a pilot and became America's first ace in World War II. He was an instructor, a military advisor, and he flew missions with the Compat combat pilots eddie rickenbacker is a true american hero and now you know uh, why he feeds seagulls so we're coming to the end of our uh, fourth segment and uh, thank you for listening and we'll be right back
6: Biden is unveiling his grand plan for defeating the coronavirus, and so far, well, it looks exactly like President Trump's, including installing the same exact travel bans that Biden accused Trump of being a racist for implementing in the first place, and even expanding them. Meanwhile, California Governor Gavin Newsom is rolling back his state's restrictions, but won't say why, because apparently the data would be too confusing for the public and because apparently we've given up on any semblance of consistency here because there's no orange man to blame it all on. Why? Well, because this whole thing has been bullcrap from the beginning. Biden has nothing new to offer. He never did, and he knows it. But the media don't want you to. Joe Biden is rolling out his greatly anticipated plan to defeat the coronavirus, and so far, well, it's looking an awful lot like Trump's. Which is probably because, and I know I'm about to blow your mind here, but a president can't actually protect you from a virus. Because A, he's one person, and B, that's not his job. He can kill a bunch of jobs with the stroke of a pen, apparently, but he can't keep you from breathing in germs at the supermarket. So now after spending months campaigning on a vague, never actually detailed plan to defeat the coronavirus and slamming Trump for not doing enough to stop it, here's Biden saying that, well, there's actually nothing more we can do to stop it.
9: There's nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months.
6: Oh my gosh, did you guys not see this coming? If you voted for this guy, did you actually think he was going to roll out some brilliant plan to stop an airborne flu bug in a country of 320 million people? The best he's going to be able to do is roll out the vaccine that was developed under the Trump administration. That is, if he ever takes a break from signing executive orders to kill our oil industry and fund more abortions, but I'm sure he will get around to it eventually. Meanwhile, Biden is reinstalling some of the same exact travel bans that he blasted Trump for in a stunning display of hypocrisy so blatant it would be laughable if it weren't so disgusting. Let's watch this unfold in two acts, shall we? Here's Biden back in March of last year claiming that banning travel from Europe or any other part of the world won't stop the virus.
9: Banning all travel from Europe or any other part of the world may slow it, but as we've seen it will not stop it. And travel restrictions based on favoritism and politics rather than risk will be counterproductive.
6: and here's Biden just this weekend announcing he'll be reinstating the travel ban on most of Europe, the UK and Brazil in order to help stop the virus.
9: In light of the new COVID variants that we're, you're learning about, we are, we're, we are we're instituting now a new measure for individuals flying into the United States from other countries.
6: Here's Biden slamming Trump for restricting travel from Africa due to credible concerns over terrorist threats, saying it's racist to keep black and brown people out of the United States. And here's Biden yesterday, installing a travel ban on non-U.S. citizens from South Africa to stop the coronavirus.
7: The new ban will apply to non-US citizens who have recently traveled to South Africa. The president will also bring back restrictions on travel from the UK, much of Europe and Brazil, where new COVID strains have emerged.
6: Now, I would say I told you so, but frankly, if you thought Biden was gonna come waltzing into the Oval Office with some grand plan to stop an illness that's been spreading throughout our country for nearly a year, I'm not sure you should be trusted to tie your own shoes, much less vote. Not only did he come in with no plan, he's bogarting the same plan from Trump that he spent months criticizing. And he's actually expanding the same travel restrictions that he condemned Trump for putting in place. Just days before leaving office, Trump had actually begun to roll back travel restrictions from Europe. Biden is putting them back even after saying on the campaign trail that they didn't work. The ban would prevent most non-U.S. citizens from entering if they have recently traveled to South Africa, where a new coronavirus variant has been detected. The president is also expected to reinstate restrictions that were repealed by President Trump in his final days in office, set to go into effect tomorrow. These will affect non-U.S. citizens traveling from Brazil, the United Kingdom and Ireland, as well as 26 European countries. South Africa wasn't on Trump's most recent list of restricted travel nations. Biden is adding it, which by his own standards is pretty freaking racist. Meanwhile, the mayor of DC is opening up indoor dining. The governor of Michigan is rolling back lockdown restrictions. Andrew Cuomo up in New York is demanding businesses open back up as soon as possible. Governor Gavin Newsom is lifting California's stay-at-home order even before his state reaches the thresholds that his own office had previously set. Last night, members of the
4: California Restaurant Association received this email with good news, stating that senior members in the Newsom administration had informed the association that the governor would be
6: lifting the stay at home order today. Newsom had previously stated that all regions would be kept under a lockdown as long as their number of available ICU beds was below 15 percent. But this week, he announced he's lifting the restrictions, even though every single region in his state is still below 15 percent. Why? Well, we don't know.
9: The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, has lifted some restrictions in some parts of the state, but he's still refusing to release the state's COVID data that he used to justify the lockdowns.
6: His office won't release the data that they're basing that decision on because they say it's too complex and would only confuse the public. So let me translate that. Because the election's over. There's no reason to keep destroying the economy for votes. And hey, there's really nothing else we can do to stop the virus anyway, we always knew that, except maybe keep out the foreigners, which is apparently totally okay to do now. Are y'all getting this yet? There is no master plan to deal with COVID. It is a virus. There is no president on this planet who can protect you from it. All they can do at best is try to keep importing more of it, which is exactly what Trump was trying to do and he got called a racist xenophobe for his trouble. And now Biden is doing the exact same thing because he's got nothing else. He never did. And he knows it. His great plan to defeat COVID was bull. It was always bull. It's still going to be bull a month from now. All the data these governors were relying on to justify slaughtering our economy were bull, because they're already throwing it out the window. The only difference here is that the media will not be grilling Biden over every single step he takes, and he won't be called a racist grandma killer for doing the exact same things that Trump did. It's already happening. But for him, it'll be all unicorns and glitter, while Kayleigh McEnany had to spend all day for months fielding questions about why Trump was such a xenophobic bigot. New White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki's biggest problem seems to be not slipping in the giant puddle of drool the media are leaving under her shoes, because our media is a joke. And this entire election season was about preying on people's fear and ignorance, and if you bought into it, thinking Biden had some magic original plan to make a virus go away. I am so sorry because frankly, life must be exceedingly difficult for you.
5: All right, here we go. Uh, I wanted to uh, read you something that a guy that I, this guy I remember watching when I was a teenager on television. A guy named George Carlin. George died maybe last year or the year before. And he wasn't, he was funny. I always thought George was funny, but I always felt, as the years went by, thirty, forty years, he he became really profound. Uh, if you listen to George Carlin's clips on YouTube, they're pretty profane. I mean, he he's dropping the f-bomb left and right. He's it's part of his the way he communicates. But um, I have a clip today that has no profanity in it of George Carlin, and I think you'll enjoy it. But I wanted to read this because I think it's a. I'll clean it up for you as I read it, but I think it's profound. And I think he had great insight. He had prophetic insight. The Bible has what we call prophets in it, where they foretold things that were going to come that hundreds, you know, immediately, a few days later, 100, 100, 100 years later, 1,000 years later, prophets. God spoke to them. You may or may not have believed that. It's okay with me. Uh, but but uh, George Carlin had an insight and a prophetic voice to the to this nation, though he wasn't a follower of God, I don't think. So I want to read this, said uh he says, they'll all uh they'll get it all from you sooner or later. Cause they own this effing place. It's a big club and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long. When they tell you what to believe, right? They're doing that right now. I mean, we've never seen it. The pedal is to the metal. George Carlin's talk here is coming to pass. It came to pass. He goes on and says all day long, beating you over the head with their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged and nobody seems to notice Nobody seems to care. Do you notice how many people are wearing masks? No People wearing masks, driving alone in a car, wearing masks, walking around the house. They believe Dr. Lou. Honestly, she is the biggest fraud and scam and malpractice. That gal should be shot. So he says the game is rigged and nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. I mean, we got supervisor Matt Conant. He's comatose up there at the, in the, the supervisor's meeting. That dude is so far out in space, I could go in there on LSD and pull off a better supervisor's meeting than he can. George Carlin says, good, honest, hardworking people. And the people listening to this show, I know they're good, hard, on, hardworking, honest people. I know them. George Carlin says, good, honest, hardworking people, white-collar, blue-collar, It doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. They're all getting screwed. I'm telling you people, the good people of our country, and there are millions of them, and you saw them vote President Trump into office. They're honest people. They're hardworking people. They do not want money. I had a guy say to me the other day, I don't want their damn stimulus. I just want it to be left alone, right? A guy just spontaneously, we were talking about money going here. I don't know whether you got your stimulus check. I didn't even get one, which I don't really care. I don't want the government to take care of me i I just want freedom, right? I don't care whether I have less money, I have less stuff. I just want to be left alone. I want government out of my life, and I'm willing to fight for it now that's what George is saying they'll say I'm gonna say it again, they'll get it all from you sooner or later. They're coming for all your stuff. I'm telling you they're not. It's not something I interpreted. They're telling you that. They're telling you that in the pandemic plan. It's all written out. Johns Hopkins Hopkins University wrote it out for for the COVID deal. They have ones already written out for clear up into 2028. He said, they'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this effing place. They do own it. They bought you in 1871 and they changed the United States into a massive corporation. That's what Trump was fighting against. That's why they hate him for it. They don't want people to be free. They want the entire world to be under their dominance and control. They're going to tell you how to live, where to go, what to eat, what to put in your body. They're going to inject you like a cow, right? Don't you see some similarities between how we treat some cattle and shoving stuff up your nose? a big stick up your nose. Now they're going to shove it in your butt. Did you catch that? You didn't catch that. Some of you were just so damn slow. You ought to turn the TV off, just throw it out, get rid of it and start reading stuff and paying attention to stuff that's going down. They're going to start. They're now come up. Oh, they're actually, we have an anal test. They're going to humiliate and, and make, they're going to beat you down till they can do whatever they want with you. He says, by the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all, all day long. When they tell you what to believe all day long, beating you over the head with the media telling you what to believe, what to think, what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. I'm telling you people, the table is tilted and they're coming for you. And it doesn't matter where you live. You need to take your county. You need to take your district, your region, your jurisdiction, wherever you are. Uh, The game is rigged, he said, and nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. I'm telling you, the majority of people in this country, maybe 90% are totally screwed and ignorant, stupid, lulled to sleep. They are clueless. They, they They have jello for brains out there. He said, "Good heart. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hardworking people. White collar, blue collar. It doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. I. It, it's just George Carlin had it dialed in. Had it dialed in. Now, uh, I don't. I don't focus a lot on the uh, the Biden. I don't watch Biden administration stuff. But honestly, everything they're doing is wrong." They, their energy secretary, by the way, they're going to shut down the entire oil operation in the United States, putting hundreds of thousands of people, and they're going to try to get them a job with solar panels. Energy secretary nominee, Jennifer Granholm. That may, Granholm may not ring a bell with you, but it did with me. Granholm at one time was the governor of Michigan before this nitwit they have now, who's a, who's a Nazi back there. Granholm ran the state into bankruptcy, Jennifer Granholm. And she actually, they had her speak at the, she was kind of a hot blonde gal, and they had her speak at the Democrat condition, uh, convention. She was no shining star, except she was a babe, right? She screwed, the, she screwed Michigan up. Uh, Granholm divvied millions in taxpayer funds to, Gave it away to alternative... energy. Remember, remember Michigan? Amazing Michigan? Detroit, Michigan was one of the powerhouses of the United States at one time. They ruined it. They just totally ran all the auto industry out. Remember Obama said that the manufacturing jobs... He gave them... He ran them out. He sent them to China. He said there's no way to bring them back. Trump said, oh, yeah, we can bring them back. And Obama mocked him. You remember in the town hall meeting, Obama mocked him? And they all we brought them back in four years. We brought back everything. And now we got Granholm that says they just mocked these oil workers and said, well, in four years, what are we going to do for four years? You've been working in the oil industry, making a hundred grand a year as a, as a, uh, you know, working on drilling, drilling wells and, and fitting wells and maintaining wells and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and so now they're just going to say, well, you can find some, you know, they, it's just unbelievable. So uh, the other thing that's been interesting this week just as highlights in the big tech highlights is that if if you haven't heard of Epic Times or Epoch, E-P-O-C-H Times, you should subscribe right away. You can either watch it online. They'll give you the whole paper online or they'll give you a hard copy. I get it both ways. So I get a hard copy sent to me each week. I mean, each yeah, each week. It's a weekly. So. It's a wonderful paper Uh, on the online, on the platforms. They'll say it's right wing propaganda, extremism, you know, uh, weird stuff, skinhead stuff. It's 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 the best paper in the United States. I'm telling you, it's great. I give it away as gifts on Christmas and all subscriptions. Uh, Epoch Times. It now has been what they call demonetized. So what they're doing is on these platforms, if people are. Uh, if they get a lot of attention on their YouTube uh, broadcasts or YouTube clips, they actually get money uh, from through the YouTube system. But now that the uh, YouTube has cut off the uh, cut off Epoch times. And so what I'm going to encourage you to do is please subscribe to Epoch times. And you can do that. Just go on duck. uh, I use uh, as a, as a, uh, search engine now i've i've got rid of google because i don't want to support google and um, so i go to duck duck go d-u-c-k d-u-c-k go so in your google uh, in your search engine you can just put duck duck go it'll go there and then you can click on it and then it'll say do you want it at some point do you want to make duck duck go your your deal which i did and now it just automatically goes, goes to duck duck go when I, I need to search and so the cool thing is uh what we need to do is start realigning wh- what we're what we're using on the computer the different platforms and move over to the ones that are free platforms where president trump or conservative uh commentators are not going to be censored we need to move to newspapers that aren't going to be censoring people we need to move to radio stations and to tv or whatever you watch that aren't censoring and and so that costs them money. you see what I'm saying so uh, so that's the latest thing YouTube just shut down Epoch Times from making any money on their uh, because the Epoch Times was doing a uh, a uh, a little film clip a little uh, jur- audio visual journalism every day or every week, and it was awesome. But now they've uh, and so when you su- subscribe to that stuff, it pay it pays them. So uh, uh, also YouTube has extended Trump's suspension suspension uh, suspension for a second time. So what that means is we have a guy that now isn't even president of the United States, but they don't want Donald Trump's voice to be heard anywhere in the United States. Do you understand that? That should put the fear of God or scare the hell out of all of you, whether you're liberals or conservative or whatever you are, because if they can do it to one group, they can do it to another group. You got you got me. So that's what's going on with big tech. Uh, Let me see here. Oh, this is this is unbelievable. You know, from the very beginning, COVID-19 has been a medical disaster. And it should convince you to never trust your health to the U.S. government because they are totally corrupt. I can't find any solid footing anywhere in the U.S. government anymore. Uh, I used to think, oh, it was just a couple top people at the FBI. Oh, it's just a couple top people at the uh, CIA. Oh, it's just a couple top people at the IRS. Oh, it's just a couple top people at the uh, CDC or the the National Institute of Health, NIH. It isn't, people. It isn't. Sorry to say. In fact, I I had a guy wrote me today, and he just said, Lou, what do you think? He just said, I think it's over. I, I think the whole thing's over. So it says here, It says, memo to unionists, even the CDC is now advocating a path forward to maintain or return primarily or fully to in-person instructional instructional delivery. That's, they're talking about schools here. Moreover, as a headline in the Hill explains, CDC studies find COVID-19 outbreaks aren't fueled by in-person classes. Now, listen, people, they knew this all along. This has all been a scam. This is not something that was a mystery to anyone. Did you know that Moderna had the vaccine created in early January and they did it in one weekend? That doesn't mean it's a good vaccine. In fact, it's it's not. I'm just saying to you is this whole thing of, oh my God, warp speed, it's going to be very difficult— Well, they cut all kinds of corners in this deal. My point is, it was never from the very beginning dangerous for children to go to school. Do you know that some countries that started getting COVID illness at the same time as we did, like Sweden, Norway, never did shut down schools and didn't have any problem with COVID because kids don't get COVID like adults do. But you weren't told that, and so they did this mass shutdown. Now, the the teachers' union, there's a lot of wonderful teachers. I know them personally. The problem is that the leaders of the unions are communists. Look up communism and study communism. uh, Buy the book by uh, Cleo Skousen, S-K-O-U-S-E-N, called The Naked Communists, and read it cover to cover as soon as possible. The communists want to shut down our schools. They're shutting down everything until we, they get us submitted and we plead with them please just let our kids go to school. We'll do anything. Please let us we, we can't we we got we don't have any money. Can you give us some money, please? Can you let us go back to work? Please. A lot of you are just gonna sit idly by and let people just screw you over. Well, what if they do something to me? They are going to do something to you. They're going to take everything you have, and they're going to use you as a slave. Oh, I don't believe that, Lou. You know something? Sometimes stupid just can't be fixed. Some people just got bad DNA. You just got You just, you just got delivered a bad batch of genes. That's all you got, and you got the big stupid thing. I'm sorry for it. I don't mean that to be harsh. Isn't it unusual that as soon as Biden was elected, hydroxychloroquine has now become a miracle drug when it was going to kill you just when Trump was there? And remember when Trump said, I think hydroxychloroquine could actually be used and they just mocked him and screamed and pissed their pants and went nuts non a, a long-term we're still looking at studies for hydroxychloroquine that's been used for like decades and decades and decades and decades it's unbelievable all right here i i i think i i'm gonna make sure i want to check my schedule Cause i plan these long clips this week and i i don't want to get goofed up here for my friend tanner martis down in texas let me see where i am to make sure i'm i'm doing this right okay 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 one two three four five okay i'm i'm all right i'm all right okay so we just got a couple of minutes here and uh to we get to our last segment uh if you'll notice that red state governors led the covid recovery after blue state tyrants tanked the economy now listen Covid never tanked anything. Covid is just a common cold. It was government bureaucrats, medical and otherwise, that used covid. Just a common cold. If they, if the government wouldn't have done anything, we would have cut. This would have just worked its way through the the community. People would have had gotten herd immunity. Some people would have got it, just like some people get the flu. Did you notice that hardly anybody is getting the flu this year? Because the fraudulent government is calling everything COVID to justify taking over the country. Listen, people, I'm just telling you the truth. So the COVID was never a problem. It was the shutting down of our country that ruined it. And you have all these wonderful people that that lost their businesses. The the Millennium Entertainment people over here and where the go-karts are and all the, the uh, arcades and everything had to close. Just run their business. You, if you've ever run a business, many businesses, if you shut them down for two or three months, they will never recover. In fact, I was talking to people to drag it in. She said, Lou, not only is it going to be hard to start back up, I got to go find new, I got to find dishwashers. And I got to find servers, right? They don't have to wash any dishes right now, right? Because they're just putting food in styrofoam boxes and sending it out the door. You got to find people who work in the kitchen to clean, to to maintain. You got to find servers. They're all gone. Just crazy. By the way, the climate czar now is John Kerry, uh, who was the trader that, that served in Cambodia and Vietnam, right, John Kerry? And you know that he's the climate czar, right? He's telling you that you're going to have to suffer and give up all the things you want to do because you've got a big carbon footprint. Yet, his family still owns private jets and flies around. He can't fly just in a jet, a commercial jet, right? And buy a ticket like the rest of it. No, 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 no. He's too, too much of a big shot. All right, we're, we're finishing up here our fifth segment, and uh, we'll be right back.
11: Political correctness is America's newest form of intolerance, and it's especially pernicious because it comes disguised as tolerance. It presents itself as fairness, yet attempts to restrict and control people's language with strict codes and rigid rules. I'm not sure that's the way to fight discrimination. I'm not sure silencing people or forcing them to alter their speech is the best method for solving problems that go much deeper than speech. Therefore, those among you who are more politically sensitive than the rest of us may wish to take a moment here to tighten up those sphincter muscles, because I'm going to inject a little realism into the dream world of politically correct speech, especially the words we use to describe one another. Perhaps you've noticed that when the politically correct liberal rule makers decide to rename a group of humans they view as victims, they begin by imparting a sense of shame to the group's existing name. And so somewhere over the years, the word cripple has been discarded. No one mentions cripples anymore. That's because in yet another stunning attempt to stand reality on its head, cripples have been assigned a new designation. The Physically Challenged. The use of Physically Challenged is an obvious attempt to make people feel better. The idea being... As long as we can't cure these people, let's give their condition a more positive name and maybe it'll distract everyone. It's verbal sleight of hand. The same is true of the ungainly phrase, differently abled. I believe that if a person is going to insist on using tortured language, such as differently abled, then he should be forced to use it to describe everyone. We're all differently abled. You can do things I can't do. I can do things you can't do. Barry Bonds can't play the cello. Yo-Yo Ma can't hit the curveball. They're differently abled. It should be explained to liberals, patiently, that crippled people don't require some heroic designation. It's a perfectly honorable condition. It appears in the Bible. Jesus healed the cripples. He didn't engage in rehabilitative strategies to improve the conditions of the physically disadvantaged. Can't these liberals hear how unattractive this language is, how poorly it sits on the ear? Personally, I prefer plain, descriptive language. For instance, and this is a suggestion that will bother some people, but I'm serious about it. Why don't we just call handicapped people defective? You know, we don't mind talking about birth defects. We don't flinch from that. We say Gunther has a birth defect. Isn't that a concession to the fact that people can be defective? Then what would be wrong with calling those people the physically defective? At what point in life does a person with a birth defect become a person who is differently abled? And why does it happen? I'm confused. Then there are those who don't quite measure up to society's accepted standards of physical attractiveness. The worst of that group are called ugly. Or at least they used to be. The PC lingo cops have been working on this, too. And to demonstrate how far all this politically correct, evasive language has gone, some psychologists are actually now referring to ugly people as those with severe appearance deficits. Okay? Severe appearance deficits. So tell me, psychologist, how well does that sort of language qualify for being in denial? These allegedly well-intentioned people have strayed so far from reality that it will not be a surprise for me to someday hear a rape victim referred to as an unwilling sperm recipient. Back to ugly. Regarding people's appearance, the political language police already have in place one comically distorted term. Lookism. They say that when you judge a person, or rather size them up, wouldn't want to judge someone, that would be judgmental. If you take their looks into account, you're guilty of lookism. You're a lookist, and those valiant people who fight lookism, many of them unattractive themselves, tell us that one problem is that in our society, those who get to be called beautiful and those who are called ugly are determined by standards arbitrarily set by us. Somehow there's some fault attached to the idea that we, the people are the ones who set the standards of beauty, Well, we're the ones who have to look at one another. So why shouldn't we be the ones who set the standards? I'm confused. I would say the whole thing was stupid, but that's my next topic. And it would sound like a cheap transition. So, stupid. It's important to face one thing about stupidity. We can't get away from it. It's all around us. It doesn't take a team of professional investigators to discover that there are stupid people in the world. Their presence and its effects speaks for itself. But where do these stupid people come from? Well, they come from American schools. But while they're attending these schools, they're never identified as stupid. That comes later, when they grow up. When they're kids, you can't call them stupid, which may be contributing to the problem. Unfortunately, kids, stupid or otherwise, come under a sort of protective umbrella we've established that prevents them from being exposed to the real world until at 18 their parents spring them on the rest of us, full grown. There are stupid kids. And I do wish to be careful how I negotiate the minefield of the learning disabled and the developmentally disadvantaged. In other words, those with special needs. All of these being more examples of this tiresome and ridiculous language. I just wanna talk about kids who are stupid, not the ones with dings. One of the terms now used to describe these stupid kids is minimally exceptional. Can you handle that? Minimally exceptional. What happened to the old reliable explanation? The boy is slow. Was that so bad? Really? The boy is slow. Some of the other children are quick. They think quickly. Not this boy. He's slow. It seems humane enough to me, but no, he's minimally exceptional. How would you like to be told that about your child? He's minimally exceptional. Oh, thank God for that. We thought he was just kind of, I don't know, slow, but minimally exceptional. Wow. Wait till I tell our friends. Political correctness cripples discourse, creates ugly language, and is generally stupid. I haven't quite finished this section. I'm sure I needn't remind you PC people that the opera isn't concluded until the full-figured woman offers her vocal rendering. I know, I really had to strain to get that in. I'm thoroughly ashamed. But before I leave this section, I wanted to make the point that on a practical level, this language renders completely useless, at least one perfectly good expression. In the kingdom of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, becomes, in the kingdom of the visually impaired, the partially sighted person is fully empowered. Sad, isn't it?
4: The mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th to try to stop Congress from carrying out its constitutional responsibilities were behaving like domestic enemies of our country. But let's be clear. The John Brennans, Adam Schiff's, and the oligarchs in big tech who are trying to undermine our constitutionally protected rights and turn our country into a police state with KGB-style surveillance are also domestic enemies and much more powerful and therefore dangerous than the mob that stormed the Capitol. Now, John Brennan said,
12: So I know looking forward that the members of the the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas,
10: mm-hmm.
12: where they germinate in different parts of a country and they gain strength, and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious ex- religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians.
4: Now, President Biden... I call upon you and all members of Congress from both parties to denounce these efforts by the likes of Brennan and others to take away our civil liberties that are endowed to us by our creator and guaranteed in our constitution. If you don't stand up to these people now, then our country will be in great peril. I book myself tables at all the best
6: Drive them really
7: slow. I like my own
5: all right so we're in our last segment here and um uh, i have a uh this 10 minute clip here we got a 20 minute segment i got about a 10 minute clip with this priest catholic priest talking about luciferians those are satanists uh the masonic temple people masonic lodge people masonism and uh that they are behind the darkness with the uh, one world government and how, how they're coming after us. And he's walking down the street doing this clip. And it's a very good clip, and it's 10 minutes. I will be back to um, – hold on a second. I will be back to uh, finish up the last nine minutes, nine to ten minutes uh, at the end of this clip. All right, here we go.
12: We're living in a very dark age, and people need to know the truth. So I'm going to tell you in English here uh, what is really going on. It's called the Masonic takeover of the world. Everything deep, dark, evil, twisted, perverse, sadistic, uh, masochistic, uh, evil, and satanic that has been lurking in the Lodge, in the Masonic Lodge, and in the hearts of the people who run it, is now coming forth into the open day. They founded their Lodges in 1717, they spread around the world, they infiltrated institutions, they overthrew governments, especially they hate Catholic monarchies. They've infiltrated the church, church institutions, Knights of Columbus. Uh, they founded their own banks in New York City. Uh, Chase Manhattan, uh, J.P. Morgan, um, Brown Brothers Harriman, Citibank. They took control of the Republican Democratic parties. They started the First World War and the Second World War, and they controlled all the sides in them. They destroyed Austria because the emperor dared to veto the election of Rampolla Tindereau, their Masonic candidate for the papacy in 1904. And so the Cardinals chose Pius X, and for that crime, the Masons destroyed Austria, the only nation that ceased to exist after the First World War. But now that's their ultimate scandemic. The Bilderbergers, that's the Rockefellers, Uh, This is total world control. They want control of everyone. They want to enslave us. They just don't want To own us. They want us to be evil like them. They want to take us to hell like them They want us to love evil like them There are pedophiles in the worst sense. They want everyone to be a pervert They want everyone to be involved in evil. They want everyone involved in killing themselves That's why they want you to suffocate yourself to death, uh, wearing a diaper on your face. That's why they want you to willingly stick out your arm and take chemicals injected in you that will destroy you, change what you are, make you a GMO creature. That's why they're racing to install all manners of high-tech equipment so that um, far beyond what is necessary for cell phone communications, I can't even say the name. This channel would be blocked. But they want to control because they want to be able to, through their computers, their few families, their few hundred people around the world, they want to be able to control all the automobiles and all the machinery and all the jobs and eventually everyone's own mind. They built the Internet. The internet is one of their tools of control because they know that the more we spend time talking to each other through this method like I'm doing now, the more we get programmed by it and controlled because this is not real. Real is who would be next to me. Okay. Um, uh, I have been doing the nightly prayers in front of the basilica for nearly 10 months and transmitting all along. And the reason why no one comes is because I transmit. That's why no one comes. People don't realize that. You think that this is real, and so you stay home. You think that what you do on the Internet is real, and so you don't do anything. It's the ultimate satanic deception. And so um, that's why I'm doing a totally politically incorrect broadcast right now, because I hope they cancel my channel. I hope they cancel me. Because uh, this is their method of control. This is not reality. We need to enter into the streets and take down these evil governments controlled by these evil people. Don't take the vaccine. It will kill you. It's not the first one, the second one. But there's a principle more important than whether one vaccine will harm you or not. The principle is you're giving your life into hands of people who are known mass murderers. The Masonic lodges have engineered the deaths of hundreds of millions of people. These are people that make Adolf Hitler look like an altar boy. <laughs> I think Adolf Hitler was an altar boy, but um, these people extremely evil. Don't trust them with anything. It is a sin to put more trust in wicked people than in honest people. Whoever trusted Jesus Christ away, the they people that trust these globalists. <coughs> So, God is putting for us a life and death. We can believe Jesus Christ and live honestly and naturally and morally upright, or we can become the total perverse uh, puppets of a few hundred uh, families around the world and uh, so deceived and twisted that we think we're free while we're killing ourselves. And the decision's coming quickly because in January, they plan to vaccinate everyone in Italy, whether they like it or not. And in the United States, the military's announced that it can vaccinate everyone in the country in 24 hours. And uh, they were told to prepare to do that by Donald Trump, not by Joe Biden. But both of them will command it when they get in power unless one of them is convert. I think only one public could convert, <laughs> uh, Donald Trump. The other one, I think, lost his soul long ago, if he still has one. So, this is what the world is facing right now. It's not a small thing. We are in a very apocalyptic scenario. It might be the final apocalypse that John spoke of. It's so like it. Don't take the vaccine. You can use... Force to prevent yourself from being vaccinated, you can use lethal force that's That's perfectly legitimate. Because the right of self-defense, if someone's trying to kill you, you can, uh, if the only way you can prevent that is killing them, that's perfectly legitimate. That's Catholic teaching. It's always been the teaching of the church. Don't accept the big Masonic lie that we Christians can never use violence. Or that violence is always evil. Why can they kill hundreds of millions of people but we can't defend ourselves? Come on now. Christians have always held the principle that you need to get rid of the rot before the rot spreads. You got, if you ran into an individual like one of these Freemasons in the Middle Ages, these people would be hung, hung and quartered before sunset in their village because everyone would have recognized that these people are absolutely evil witches. You don't have anything to do with them and you don't tolerate them and you certainly don't give them a chance. You certainly don't give them a chance to um, spread their evil lies. Okay, It's one thing to speak your mind. It's another thing to use free speech to plan and plot the murder of hundreds of millions of people. Billions, now they're planning to kill billions. Uh, we, the people, have to stop them. We cannot endure this. We cannot tolerate it. And we can't be peaceful about it. Yes, we must pray God because we won't have this victory without him. But we must fight. Okay? And uh, there are a lot more than us than them. (laughs) There's nearly 8 billion of us, and there's only a few thousand of them. So um, there's no way they can survive if we stand up for what we are. Alas, though, billions of people are so stupid they're going to let themselves be murdered in the next few years by these maniacs. And. we can try to talk sense into some of them, but some of them don't want sense. They're bl- completely blinded. We have to steal our souls against what is about to happen because so many people we love are going to take their vaccine and destroy themselves. And then they'll huh, then they'll wonder why it happened when we told them and warned them. So we, we need to keep warning people as much as possible now, but things are gonna happen really rapidly now because These governments aren't changing. They're not getting better. They're getting worse. They're getting more evil. They're getting more affixated with this thing. Because these people have lost all light. They love darkness. And we have to be the children of light. And act in an entirely different way. Um, Meaning we have to work for the liberty of people. But that doesn't mean we can't fight. Okay? And... um, This is something we have to uh, recognize is our duty, our mission in this hour. And uh, the more I I say the truth, the the darker they turn this video, if you've noticed. And so now it's getting really dark, and I salute you, stay free, stay close to Christ, say your prayers, but be prudent now. Things are going to get bad And uh, don't pretend that nothing is happening. Okay. Prepare yourself.
5: All right. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I want to go on and and just reemphasize what I was talking about when we started the show today. And that is the requirements that if we want to have freedom now, what is required of us? So, again, if you think that you can just sit by and you're going to vote for someone and they're going to fix it. That ain't going to happen. That never was intended to be that way, and we slid into that. We got dumbed down, and so what's going to fix it, if it's fixable, we're going to have to go for it, and we're going to have to not only vote for people and scare the hell out of people that are in office and push them out of office, recall them out of office like we're doing the governor But we need to be on them and we need to be in those meetings and think, wow, I I didn't really. Wow, that's big change. I'm not I don't really want to do all that. Like I'm tired at the end of the day. I'm telling you, people, it's a different day. You're in a different America than where you started out. I don't know how you started out, how old you are. It doesn't make any difference. You have to deal with the situations that's before you. Now, I had a lady who's really been fight, a fighter doing a lot of good work in the community To on the recall Gavin. And she said, hey, Lou, uh, we need to really be careful. You know, they're going to come after us. And I just said, no, 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 we need to fight. She said, well, I just meant we need to be wise. Now, I'm going to give you an example of what's going on here so what happened is st louis when this black lives matter and antifa went in there and started burning and pillaging and breaking into houses and breaking into businesses is the police just allowed them to do that the mayors told them to stand down right so what happened was there was a there, there was a kind of a planned community where it's a gated community nice houses and a lot of extra security for folks and uh so they, the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa people got in there and they started threatening and were wanting to light up these very nice homes on fire. So um, so there was a, a couple, the McCloskeys, uh, and they came outside their home. Uh, and uh, Mark and Patricia McCloskey, she was had a pistol and he had an AR-15 and they were standing outside their home. You could Google it, watch on the Internet. You And they were standing out. They didn't shoot anybody, but they just were defending their property. They were standing on their own property, and the media made it look like they were the culprits, whereas it didn't show all the other black folks and all the other white folks that were criminals that broke into this planned community, this gated community, and were harassing the, the uh, people. So the McCloskeys ended up getting arrested, and this, uh, the uh, St. Louis Circuit Attorney— Kimberly Gardner, a Democrat, has been trying to prosecute her, and she's now just lost her second appeal to, rein, uh, to be reinstated as a prosecutor to go after Mark and Patricia McCloskey. Now, uh, the McCloskey claimed the protesters threatened him. So Mark came outside with an AR-15 and Patricia with her pistol. The video of the couple standing outside that home went viral. But the media said, oh, these people were like they were they were the bad people just trying to they were on their own property. Right. So Breitbart reported an investigation was opened against the McCloskey's on June 30, just two days after they stood with guns to protest their property. Now, this is what we're all going to be faced with, and we got to be ready for it and not get, oh, my God, I can't believe it. We have constitutional rights. Get over it. Just get over it and be willing to fight and get your nose broke. I went over and picked up a gal who's trying to help today or yesterday. And she said, oh, Lou, I just got socked in the face. She said, I got in a fight with a gal. I said, you're not supposed to. I thought we agreed you weren't going to fight anymore. She said, well, Lou, the gal was drunk and she's trying to break into her house. And so I said, yeah, your nose is a little fatter than normal. She's all scratched up. But she didn't like whine about it. I kidded her today about it. We laughed about it. Get over it your your rights are screwed so stand up for what you know is right for you what you know is right and whether you get put in jail for it whatever so the McCloskeys stood up and they took them to court for goodness sakes the new york post quoted saint louis circuit attorney kimberly gardner she's a criminal Saying, I'm alarmed at the events that occurred over the weekend where peaceful protesters, you remember they were bombing, they were pillaging, they were beating up, they were blowing up police cars, they were hitting cops. She is a criminal. She should be in jail. She added, We must protect the right to peacefully protest and any attempt to chill it through intimidation. Or threat of deadly force will not be tolerated. Listen, people, this is crazy talk. This is crazy. This is calling good evil and evil good. On October 6, 2020, a grand jury indicted, a grand jury indicted the McCloskey's. Uh, they indicted McCloskey's on exhibiting a weapon or tampering with evidence. Uh the Washington Examiner reports that Gardner was removed from the case after it was determined she raised the appearance of initiating a criminal prosecution for political purposes she was trying to get herself reelected this and she was raising fundraising she was raising money off uh her bombastic behavior on Wednesday Gardner lost her second appeal to be reinstated to the case and go after these people. She took it all the way to the court of appeals. The same type of fight we have with Measure K the board of supervisors in Yuba County and Robert Bendorf lied and cheated to get that measure K on the ballot. That's taken $10,000 a day out of the pockets of Yuba County citizens. And once they were told it was invalidated by Judge Stephen Barrier, superior court judge of Yuba County, they turned around and took more county tax money after using county tax money to convince voters to vote for this. Then they hired an outside law firm and now they're waiting and it's at the court of appeals in Sacramento. And because of COVID screwing this, the thing is postponed probably for another year. And the fact is that, that the, you, day after day, $10,000, $10,000, $10,000, $10,000, $10,000. And that money will end up. This is how corrupt our government is. When we win this case, the money goes to the government. Is this crazy or not? It's kind of like you win the case and they put you in prison, right? You say, We're going to put you in prison if you lose. And then when you win the case, they put you in prison. That's what we're doing. It's crazy stuff. It's absolutely corrupt. It's it's evil. You know, evil just is so awful. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, so this came to me. It's called uh I can ICAN legal update, okay? It's, and it's called uh em, I'm going to give you a, an email. Employees employers retract COVID-19 vaccine requirements. Uh ICANN's legal team, led by Aaron Surrey has taken legal action to challenge employers, schools, and schools that require employees and students to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Employers and schools that previously required the vaccine have dropped those requirements. This includes an employer that did so on the heels of ICANN's legal team team challenging the mandate in court now if you think you're going to argue your way through this mass thing all the time some of you either are going to have to go somewhere else to shop or you can sue them and you'll win so i i told this little check cashing place i was going well let me i can't i'm running out of time so let me forget that I want to finish this so you'll know. If if you or anyone you know is being required by an employer or school to receive a COVID-19 vaccine, ICANN is pleased to offer to support legal actions on your behalf to challenge a requirement in order to obtain this potential assistance. Please email us at—you ready? Write it down. Email us at freedom—the word freedom—at— I can decide. All one word. I can decide. dot org. That's very simple. If you're having problems being forced to get vaccinated, or you're going to lose your job, or not have your kid in school, email freedom at I can decide. I C A N decide. dot org, and provide a copy of the written notice from your school or employer stating that the covid-19 vaccine is required so in other words email that address and scan and email the document that is dry you know causing you to get your nose broke says without your support our ability to fight these illegal covid-19 vaccine requirements would not be happening thank you for making our work possible so when you do that you might also look if you go on their website, it doesn't list their website, but just go, if you want to duck, duck, go it, just look up ICAN, I-C-A-N, legal, legal, or ICAN, uh, legal update, and find out their website and donate $100. Here's the problem I see a lot of times. People want everybody to do things Sunny bono. That's what my Mexican kids in juvenile hall used to call it when they needed a free attorney. Lou, I need a, I need one of those Sunny bono attorneys, not pro bono. And so, the problem is we always want everything for free, or we don't fight and Then, when these guys like I can uh are asking us for a donation, we won't even give them fifty bucks. same thing I ran into here when I fought Cal water, and I couldn't get people to give me ten or twenty bucks for buy by protest signs it, but they would they would pay four times as much for water compared to Yuba City or Oliver or It's just stupid, you're so tight. You're so tight, you squeak. So donate. It's Listen, this is part of fighting. You've got to give money. you got to give time. You've got you to pray about it. You've got to organize with people. You've got to make a difference. And sitting home whining and saying somebody or calling me up and say Lou, you should do or you should write a letter. Screw you. Don't call me up and tell me I need to do anything or write an article or anything. Write your own damn article. I am not going to do this. You're either going to get involved or this whole thing is going to burn down around us. I I I'm going to do my thing, and I am not going to take any prisoners on a deal. You need to sort out your own life. Straighten up. So uh give money to these organizations like I can. These guys are going to make a difference. And you can check out in a few weeks freedomco.net. Not dot com, not dot net. That's the one I think we're going to end up on. If it changes, I'll let you know. Oh, one more thing. I need to uh, let me let me mention who's supporting this show. I got carried away today, and I didn't even get that done. So let me give me a couple more minutes, and uh, I want to mention uh, Monty Hecker at Elite Universal Security, who has been a stalwart behind this show, and Monty is busting at the seams with work. And so if you want a job, you can call him up at 530-749-0280. If you want to sign the recall petition and do it easy, you can go to his site at 5548 Feather River Boulevard outside of Marysville. Uh, If you want to get some help with your security issues, he can help you. And he's operating all over Northern California, from south of Sacramento all, all the way up into Southern Oregon. Fifty-five forty-eight Feather River Boulevard, five three zero seven four nine zero two eight zero. He can also help you get a concealed weapon permit. He can he can train you to be a guard. You can do it. You can start up at eighteen years of age. Get it on API Academy is his website. Next one, Dave Greenitz. I just saw Dave. I had my, the roof was blowing off my garage. Dave was said, Lou, people are burning my phone, phone up with, uh, limbs coming through their house into their living room, trees coming through their house. So he just gave me a drill and some, some, uh, screws and I got up on the roof and fixed up myself. But Dave Greenitz is doing a beautiful job. One one bathroom, one kitchen after another, just mass they're all masterpieces. They're just they're shockingly beautiful. So don't take my word for it. You can go to his website at greenitzconstruction.com. Green with ETZ on the end. Or his Facebook site, Dave Greenitz Construction, and just go check out the before and afters. And uh, listen, you're going to fix up your house. Don't do a cheap job. Don't do a flaky job. Don't hire somebody that's going to screw you around. You're going to have to. I've seen people take people to court and sue them and get their contractor's license bond. Hire somebody new, for goodness sakes, get somebody to do it right the first time. Okay. Uh, In fact, I called David. I got his voicemail. He was so busy and he said, I called and I got his voicemail. I didn't even know what he normally said on the voicemail. And he said, I get back to people right away right and uh he did so anyhow uh check uh, let me see if i i got a number for dave as well let me get down to the bottom here if you want to you can you can connect with him off his social platforms there the website or facebook but you can dial him up at 530-682-9602 530-682-9602 and finally the plumbing doctor and uh Something's always going on in my house. I got an older house. It's a fine house. I'm happy to have it. But, you know, it's just everything takes maintenance. I take maintenance on my body. My car takes maintenance. My house takes maintenance. My my yard takes maintenance. So if you need some help getting the water to flow in the right direction over there, dial up the plumbing doctor at 530-671-9111. 530-671-9111. All right, now we're going to call it a day. All right, see
1: We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. We would especially
5: like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And remember,
1: people, that no matter who you are and what you do to live, thrive, and survive, there's still some things that make us
4: Sugar to kiss. Sugar to kiss.